0: or a TV show at some point and, like, really get into that. And I, I'd be cool with that because I do think that this movie set up the Taskmaster and the understanding of how it works really well because the mind control stuff and, like, all of that, I'm like, oh, this is cool. This plot works and Taskmaster being the villain didn't feel like, okay, the real villain is Drake and Taskmaster's just his, like, crony. It's like, no, that, the crony's part of this whole scheme. Taskmaster is this mind-control situation, and that kind of explains the being able to learn more than just somebody watching videos and be like, oh, I'm going to move like Hawkeye. Uh, I just think that in this movie, they didn't really utilize that in any very cool way that's like, oh, shit, that's a uniquely Taskmaster thing. Like, we really see a handful of... Of him mimicking people's moves, and like a lot of them are kind of blink if you miss it situations. Like uh, the thing I thought was cool is I was talking to Nick about it, and he didn't see it. Is on the the bridge scene when there's the grapple hooks, like he moves or she moves just like Spider Man, like swinging through and like Mm -hmm. pulls her legs up. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. But like, it almost feels like an Easter egg as opposed to uh this villain copies the Avengers. Really capable. I, I don't want them to straight up have to tell the audience this is exactly what's happening, but I kind of feel like they didn't fully say it, and that's because they didn't fully show it in this any really can, cool way. You could have had a thing where she's do, doing the dodges, and she's like, all right, Tony, whoa, you know, okay, whoa. It's exactly. Spider-Man, whoa, yeah, yeah. Okay, like something like that. I've, I think I got it with Captain American America shield. Shield. When he landed yeah. just like she did, and they did, like, the face-off, and yeah, then, when he uses the knife drop moment and does all that stuff. I,
1: I do feel she, like we, we got a lot yeah. of hints towards, like, the – Captain America's shield. There was a, some bow work that like was reminiscent of um, Clint. I. Clint, thank you. Um, so I, I don't know. I felt like it was there, and as much as it needed to be there. And the, well, my thing,
0: cut though, is like it was there. But like we, we don't just need to be there. Do something cool with it. Yeah, I think right. I think it's hard too because I think you have you have we don't really see a lot of the bad guys in this, and and that's unfortunate because whenever you have sort of like bad guys that, that sort of fall flat, it just it doesn't give the protagonists a lot to bounce off of. And so when you don't have a compelling villain, you don't... It's not as fun to watch, you know, uh, the, the the struggle of the protagonists as they make their way through. Really, all we saw them fight was a bunch of generic people that looked kind of like Foot Clan from uh, the, the 2014 TMNT movie. And then we get to Ray Winstead at the end, and they're like, okay, he's a great actor. Like, where has this guy been the whole time? He's like, this is fighting from the shadows. And I'm like, all right, well... Also, I hate to say it, but like the overarching plot of a lot of these standalone Marvel movies are just gonna fall flat because compared to Thanos wiping out half of the known universe, it's difficult to build that t- that tension. And when he's like, "I could do anything I want with these Widows, I was like, "Can you snap your fingers and kill every fucking thing that's ever lived, ever?" Because if you can't, then it's going to be, it's not, as, it's not as cool as the thing that we just saw Scarlett Johansson go yeah, up against I, anyway. Yeah, I will disagree like, with you, Nick, on that. Well, where I think that the, the abilities that this guy has are almost too OP. Yeah, where it's just I, like, uh, sure, it's not wiping out half the universe, but it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This seems so high stakes. For the ability this guy has of mind control over large groups of people. And it's like for this thing that happens in a timeline that we're not hearing about till now. It just feels very convenient that this movie just kind of came and went and happened to set up Florence Pugh's character for the future. In a moment, they were just like, well, there's a big gap here that we we can tell a story. And I kind of just wish they they kept it a little smaller. Yeah, Yeah, kept it a little more family. I I cared about it a lot more when it was just them trying to free, like, 30 people from being widows. And mm-hmm. when we saw the faces of them and we saw them in that room where they were doing the choreography, I was like, this is what this movie should be about. Having to have this overarching plot of this bad guy who is secretly able to take over the world in the 90s, first off, we know it doesn't it doesn't come to fruition because we've seen multiple movies mm-hmm. that have happened since 1996. So, you know, so we know it doesn't happen. So a lot of that tension has gone right there, which is a lot of the same issues I, ha- I have in general with prequels. But I was very interested in it when they kept it smaller and when it was just about – her needing to get free of this guy and by by virtue of that, freeing these other women who are also in servitude there. Um, and then when he just got to the big board and he rubbed his hand over, I was like, oh, this guy just became like a really generic villain to me. And it wasn't, I don't know. I was like, I just wanted to kill him and move on. Like, let's just get on. Let's get on with this, you know. But before we get on with it, let me tell you about our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Enjoy a wide variety of easy, delicious options for three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between with HelloFresh Market. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg. I love to cook, and one of the things that got me started on cooking was these kind of packages, right? HelloFresh sends you the pre-measured ingredients. You get the instructions. You pick ahead of time what sounds good. You don't have to think on the day of. You just go straight down the checklist. You make something good, and you learn how to cook. You learn new methods. That's why I love it. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning14 and use the code Morning14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Morning14 and use the code Morning14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Our next sponsor, Why It's Battle... This summer, get the most out of your travels abroad by learning the language of the destination you're going to with Babel, the number one selling language learning app. From ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture, Babel makes the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons you can actually use in the real world. Babel is a can't miss travel essential. I'm not even traveling with it. Instead, uh, Jen's mom uh, from the only uh, the one in only Quebec coming down here. I've been using Babel. I signed up for Babel. If I'm going to talk a little bit more in French than usual, because I usually can't, but I've been doing Babbel because unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, Babbel decides their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind. Things you'll get to use in everyday life. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and. Use the promo code MORNING. That's D A D B E L dot com, code MORNING for an extra three months. Mm-hmm. And our final sponsor of the day is Stamps.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you still going to the post office, still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less, a lot less, with discounted rates from UPS, USPS, and more. Of course, when we were still in the office, one and only Joey Noel was using this to mail out all sorts of stuff for Patreon. We love Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings the services of the United States Postal Service and UPS right to your Computer It's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle, Etsy shop, shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work-life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Stop wasting time going to the post office and instead go to Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with our promo code, kind of funny, all one word, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone in the top of, at the top of the of the homepage and type in kind of funny. That's stamps.com promo code kind of funny. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again.
2: Go for it, Daddy. Plot, 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 plot,
3: Is the mic picking me up? Yeah. Pla Plot, 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 plot. Everybody! <laughs> the year is
0: 1995 and we are in Ohio. Somewhere a three-year-old Baron is putting on his hat for the first time, but that's a Marvel Studios origin story for another time. <clears throat> Instead, we get the one and only Black Widow as a child, riding her bike, wearing her red kicks, her cons, or chucks, as the kids call them, uh, you know. She's riding her bike, and she comes home, and guess what? Her little sister's there. And Jenna immediately goes, I thought they were Russian. And I'm like, wait. (laughs) Just wait, babe. Something's afoot here. Not all Americana in old Ohio here. And so – they do some upside-down standing competition. If kids do that, i got to get used to that, apparently. i got to get limber. Nick, how far back do you think I'm going to be able to lean like this when my son's there? I, I, think, I, I think, think if you, you, try, you try that, you're going to snap your lower so back delusional. in half. You'll you're never, so ever, ever be able to do that. You're Which the who's delusional, delusional I know, Greg. Who's delusional, Kevin, me or Nick? Greg. You're not doing it back. Someone's one's left in the it back. How am I delusional? Do it again right now. Do right it right, right now on camera. You're doing it
1: for ten seconds. Oh, Here we go.
0: Here
2: we go. go. We need uh, stand uh, to stand to do the plot. plot. Nah, it's like doing everyone
1: is okay? Greg hurts his back <laughs> for the first time in an little man? Yeah, that's what you think that you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I want you to watch. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Greg, I want you to watch. I'll do it. Stop. Kevin. Yeah, You just called out Greg saying he thinks that's what you're supposed to do. Can you show us what you're supposed to do? I can do it. I can I do it back
1: I never said I could do it. I haven't done it in a long-ass time.
0: I what are you do supposed one? to do? Explain it to me like yes, I'm a good girl. You, you, like you put your hands behind your head yeah. like this. Yeah. Like yeah. On your put your hands behind your head like yeah. this. Yeah. And get on back back. my back. Start him
3: all the way. You got to yeah. go yeah.
0: all the yeah. yeah. way. Let me see if I can do it real quick. I'm don't flat on my back. Nick, don't please. This will hurt you. Don't do this. Nick, he's done it. I'm going to it.
3: 6.41. Go so on. Yeah, you
0: start flat on your back. Got it. I hope that rug doesn't move and then no, you do that you can't thing.
1: can't do it. Yeah, yeah. can't do it. Oh, now I want to try it that way. I didn't think I'd do it that way. Right.
2: Yeah, that scene wasn't bad, but this kind of of so, like the key attach right, listen your elbows thing. Audio listeners, I'm so sorry. Audio listeners, here we go. Oh! I oh, did it! I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Let me try this way. See yeah, if you can do
3: it. I can do these after like 20
0: minutes of yoga, but I could not do it. You can't do it.
3: Uh oh. <laughs> Did you hear him yell? Did you hear? yell? Yeah, that was
0: great. It's tough. I had a yeah. moment where I was like, I think I can do this, but it's going to throw my back out, and I don't want to do that on camera. So, like, what, what is now? Like, like when I, Hold on. Look at I them, right? What is this muscle here on the back of my thigh? That's your hamstring, I think. Let me tell you, both hamstrings just screamed. <laughs> the pain are
2: incredibly sore
0: <laughs> for me just for two seconds. Trying
2: yeah, to, I think I As Greg, right the first time, just sat down on his butt and thought. You could see the, the wires turning of like, I have to do this, and he just starts laughing. <laughs> he knew there's no shot in hell I'm going to book it. Wasn't it wasn't that I didn't
0: think I could do it. It's that I didn't know how to do it. You know what yeah, I mean? We true. had some instruction there. but I take it back, Kevin, you're correct. I cannot do that. My body's I not too loose. I love it. I will say, say if you if warm, warm your body plot, up a little bit, you can probably do it later. I want to give a major shout-out, getting back to the plot of the casting for these young girls and the de-aging of David Harper. All of this, totally bought, totally loved. That looked like a young ScarJo. I loved it.
2: What about Rachel Wise. Really good. She's timeless.
0: She's nice. Right. They I
1: didn't mean, she looks like she did in the Mummy. It's like, oh, this is the lady from the Mummy.
2: Oh, oh God. my God, it is! I didn't even realize that. Oh my yeah. God, Andy. Can you, Andy?
0: I'll give you one dollar if you can guess who she used to be married to. I don't know if they're still married.
2: Brendan Fraser.
0: No. She Daniel Craig. The Mummy. Whoa.
2: Whoa. That, oh. Look. Look
0: making the best looking couple ever made. Yeah. I don't know if they're still married or not. They haven't. Uh, anyways, though, so they're at home, and then, you know, uh, they're all out there, and Elena uh, so
2: scrapes her knee. Huh? No, they're still married. Oh, okay. oh.
0: Love is real. Love is, Love real. is real. Just watching Knives Out again. Great film. Oh. Um... <laughs> She scrapes for knee, you know. Rachel Weiss comes out like, "Shake it off, pain makes stronger." Come on, kid. But she's being very motherly. It's not she's not being cold yet. And they go in there and they start cooking dinner. And she, the little kid wants mac and cheese, and she's like, "Well, you're gonna eat some fucking corn. Eat this." Gross. And then, uh, you know, David Harbor comes home, and he looks like a fucking straight up dork. You know what I mean, Nick? I'm, you'll get this reference. He looks like Jamie's dad in Small Wonder, right? He looks like Ted. He looks like a guy who built Small Wonder, Small yeah. Wonder yeah. again. Fucking loser yeah. Wonder again.
3: I can't help
0: it that you guys didn't watch this touchstone of American culture. <laughs> <laughs> all right? It all goes it's back to Small Wonder. Do you know how I always worked? That was his sure. first project ever in the industry. And yeah. The it's small wonder. He was the small wonder. Go ahead and Wikipedia small wonder. Scroll down to. <laughs> <Right there. laughs> yeah. right. Oh, I hit the button on my desk. My God, it's still in Ohio, Andy. I'm talking about Ohio. <laughs> I, sorry.
2: I sorry. Hit the button there.
0: four forty-five in the morning. You know what I mean? It's been a it's been a long day. All right. I made anyway. really this,
2: I made this graphic just. So you all know when to shut the fuck up cuz good lord man we have been talking over each other at such a clip and worse than it was at the start of the pandemic we need to get better about this so everybody I can mute him. clear yes, the cops. I can mute him.
0: this is I'm a fun one where we can just this is the show where we let our hair down you know and you, you though also mm-hmm.
1: Andy like you mm-hmm. you that's opened a up a lesson. text file in uh, OBS like that's not an achievement there you know what i mean I'm, I'm sorry, Andy. Dude, just for I you, Andy, everybody
0: get serious Let's get back on the point. All right, David Harbor comes home. I, I, you. I'm sorry, Andy wants everybody to be serious. Everybody, so you have to g- Google Ted from Small Wonder late, later. All right, he comes home though, and trust me, he looks like Ted. All right, and he's all like, "I'm a huge dork." And he comes in though, and he starts like looking out the window, and he has a beer, and immediately Rachel Weiss is like, "What's up?" And he's like, "It's happening." She's like, "How long do we got?" He's like, "Maybe an hour." And so then. They sit down and decide to eat their corn or whatever, you know what I mean? And he's like, Kids, you know how we talked about taking a big adventure? The big adventures today kind of thing. And they all go oh, the little one goes, Yeah right and Rachel Wise already said she didn't want to go and he's like, Don't talk like that, we gotta come. We're fucking super spies. International super spies And so okay. that, Thank cafe, you go, you know what I mean? Sorry, though. I gotta be professional. Andy wants to be. Oh, I hit the button the wrong way! Everybody, I'm sorry! I'm, sorry. I'm to you away from down
3: here! Oh no!
0: It is Ted
2: from Small Wonder! Yeah, it right there. Right. At... Andy,
0: look at Ted from Small Wonder there and tell me. That that doesn't look exactly like David Harbor in this motion picture. It does. You're right. You're absolutely. Thank you very right. much. Uh, so they all pile in the car. They got fruit rolls from the it like in the like car. Looks nothing like <laughs> David <Are> Harbor. <Harvard>. <laughs> it looks exactly. No, it doesn't like him. Like like him. Like a small, like a right. nice, super. Exactly, person. or you know, on, inspired by. He's you know got I mean? like a wig.
1: Come sure. on, Nick. You gotta think. Well, Use your brain. When
0: you look at the Crimson Dynamo, do you say he looks exactly like Captain America, or he's inspired by Captain America? Yeah. Captain uh, Looks nothing like thing.
2: Captain America. I really hope that we get the the director's commentary. And young David Harbor here was really inspired by from Fall <laughs> <laughs> Under*,
0: <laughs> which was Kevin Feige's very first project. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of getting all the information for their show from our show, <laughs> we gotta stop watching a show called *Kind of Funny*. We gotta stop doing that. So they try to leave town, and there's people there, like, they've already got the road stopped or whatever, so they go a different way, and they leave town a different way, and they drive by a baseball game. Oh, Rachel Weiss apologized to ScarJo, too. She's like, sorry, I don't want to do this either. And he's like, we got to go, though. And so they go, and they get there to an airfield, and then they go into a little hangar. that's just, you know, it's just a tent. And there's a plane in there, and they start getting it ready, and David Harbour just flips this giant uh, metal thing. Like, cold Hulk boy's like, oh, man, he's, he's super strong. That's cool. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, bad guys, or the cop, not the bad guys. The good guys are showing up. Turns out they're shield agents, right? And they 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 race on there, and David Harbor starts pew, pew, taking pop shots at them, and then the plane pulls out, and they start going in the plane, and then they start just shooting the guys. They're shooting, pew, 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 they're shooting at the plane, right? And they hit Rachel Weiss, and then Little Star just got to come up and fly the plane, and then uh, uh, David Harbor he's shooting back at the shield guys, and he starts running, and he jumps on the wing, and he's hanging on the wing for a while, and he's shooting. Yeah, Kevin.
1: I just want to say all of this action is really cool. David really shooting, good shooting from, like, the wing and running. All of it looked really cool. Uh, and also very, very, like, the the drama real high right here where she gets shot through the shoulder. I'm stressing out. I know they're going to get up, but this little kid is doing a great job acting. I was scared for her stuff.
0: Yeah. Down to this scene for not being in the trailer. Like, this is, like, the type yeah. of stuff I want to see from this type of movie where – I'm sitting here in the theater. I'm like, didn't expect any of this. Yeah, it was cool. Thank you. So, uh, as Kevin was saying, they get up. Uh, They get the plane off the ground. Of course, they cause a bunch of car accidents. They kill a bunch of shield agents. Turns out later they'll be Hydra agents, but you understand. Uh, They get in the air and they fly from Ohio to Cleveland. You know what I mean? A very similar uh flight that Barrett just took from San Francisco to Cleveland, but I'll leave it out. Uh so then they he gets to Cuba and this is where the accents come out, right? This is this is the heart of communism down there. And they're all like, "Eh, hey, Mother Russia and all that stuff and like they're you know, they're slapping faces and hugging and doing like these kind of handshakes and shit and then Rachel White, she's been shot and she's on a she's on a stretcher. So the kids start flipping out, and they, they'll be fine. And uh, Rachel Weiss, uh attacks ScarJo, baby ScarJo, and she's like, you know, don't let him take your heart or whatever. And then, you know, David Harbour's talking to the guy, uh, Dra- uh and he's like, yeah, you know, we're best friends, and we always will be, right, Drakeoff? And he's like, we sure will be. And he's like, I don't want to go back undercover anymore, though. Let me go be, you know, uh, Crimson Dynamo again. I really like being him. I like running around and punching stuff. Oh, wrong name. But it's an in, in joke because that's what Elena calls him. if you would have watched the fucking film rather than fucking scratching your ass the entire movie, you'd know this, all right? What, what I mean? Right, well, we've admitted <laughs> scratching the ass, Kevin. He said it's scratching it, just to it, be clear.
2: Yeah, yeah. I thought he was <laughs> saying
0: fucking something in your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. He said <laughs> <something> <laughs> scratching your ass.
2: Yeah. I, so, yeah. so this is kind of like our first hint that oh, they're they they don't care about each other for a reason, right? Like this is kind of our first hint at it because at this point. We we still are to believe that they are just a normal couple that met each other, right? I I from the beginning was I like, mean, oh, never... this
1: is all fake. It was all fake. Yeah, this no, is uh, I
2: assume, yeah. I
0: watched The Americans. I assumed yeah, they were put together. Oh yeah, God, no, uh, I, I watched The know, Americans. My oh, bad. Enough. Got it. Yeah, because you behind it? Produced The Americans, Andy J.J. J. Cool. Abrams, the same person who did Small Wonder. Thank
2: you very much. Always Kevin Feige. Was so when Mama's bleeding out and David Harbert doesn't give a shit at all and the kids are all scared. <laughs> no, see,
1: that's the thing. He, David Hi- Harbert. Like, a shit, a shit,
3: but it is
2: part of a mission.
1: No, he gives. That was, that was, they've was... been banging, right? They've been banging for a while. Oh, they've a lot of energy. Well, mom and dad, let's bang it out. And, like, they're all yeah. into it.
0: they got to keep up appearances. He's like, honey, you never know if the neighbors have cameras in here. She's like, great point. Anyway, <laughs> they load her on the plane, and then uh, they start, start to separate the kids here, right? And uh, baby ScarJo won't have it. She, you know, grabs the dude's gun. You love this she's part. Like, ah, come on,
2: she come on, motherfucker! Grab
0: his gun. She wa- she walks up like a trained soldier, pulls the gun, and kicks him at the same time. Well, yeah. And then it's just like I'll fucking kill you. And so you're yeah. like, damn, they like trained this kid already.
1: Yeah, she's already been part of the Red Room, and we assume yeah. that the like the six year old girl, Yelena. I don't think she had yet. Yeah, so, so she, she
0: has
1: she, yeah. she doesn't want to go so back. She started the project she when she back. was three.
0: Yelena. not oh, so she yeah. so, so
1: Yelena probably wasn't brought in. I can't imagine them I'm training a three-year-old. Yeah, because remember she has
0: that. She has that moment later where she's like, "To all of you, you all knew this was fake. To me, it was real." Like the, I didn't know that you weren't my family until this all thing happened, which is like gut wrenching. Well, that's so heartbreaking. This is at the crux of why she grabs the gun, Scarlett Johansson's. Uh, yeah, because yeah, know, she knows what she's head. about to go through, and it's she's horrible. like, yeah, she she won't, doesn't want her to be sent to the Red Room. She knows what yeah. she's about to do. Let alone she doesn't want to go back. Uh, but you know, David Harbor talks her down. He's like, you know, hey, you to Russia, and they're like, okay, cool. And then the guys come up behind. They get her. They get them with syringes, right? Knock them out. And then we get a you know a, a cool credits opening credit crawl right where it's like I know, gotta stop you off. here, Greg <laughs> Miller, to introduce a new podcast within a podcast called
2: Tim's Top Tings.
3: Tim's the Top Tings, Tings, <sighs> Tings, tip, Top Tings, 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 Tim's Top Tings, 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 thirty seconds.
2: Tim's Top Tings, Tings. I can't say that. It <laughs> That's say. a lot. No, no. I'm, I'm proud you got that I far. It it, only go on for thirty seconds because
1: we have we're nine seconds in. I'm on fire. I need to explain
0: this. Need to explain this to everybody. Um, I just wanted to make a podcast with a podcast called Tim's Top Things, seconds. but that doesn't sound as good as Tim's Top Tings. So I slacked Andy. I need a theme song for Tim's Talk Tings in 30 seconds. Didn't mean the show in title would seconds. be in 30, seconds. 30 seconds. I Tim meant Tim Stop Talking. I was giving Andy 30 seconds to make a theme song sure. <laughs> for Tim's Top Tings. So here we are, uh, with Tim's Top Tings in movies. Amazing. Period. <laughs> Amazing. All right. All right. Okay. So we can just start here. We can start here, Andy. You fucking killed it. I love you so much. I thought uh, it was like
2: I thought it was like an Andy's thirty
0: second review. Like Andy, no, you're gonna yeah, do my
2: That
0: was my bad. So here's how this works, okay? I am now adding a fourth thing to the Tim's Top things Wow. List. You guys have never heard any of it. But at number no, one, I'm we're perfect. talking about movies. We're talking about what are Tim's favorite moments, and you number like one. Tim's top thing, No, it's the cavalry is here moment. It is the moment where things are looking bad, but then all of a sudden someone comes through. It's Dominic on Toretto in Fate of the Furious. It's on your left. It's the, the, the entire Overwatch 2 <laughs> announcement trailer. We're doing some fun stuff here, right? That's number one. Number two is a post-credit scene that makes the entire theater make noise. You know what I mean? Whether it's an oh shit, whether it's crying, whether it's it's a post-credit scene that everyone's feeling something about. Number three, the getting the team together scene. Usually it's earlier in the movie, but you gotta love it. And number four, the dope opening credits moment. And this fucking movie gave me it. I didn't expect it. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see the use of the Nirvana song. Are you kidding me? An epic opening song that normally would be reserved for movie trailers. No, this movie has two great Movie trailer music moments. One, straight up just using a whole fucking song for a dope opening montage with incredible visuals. Love the motion graphics. We don't get the end credit scene, it's, it, if you notice. Normally, Marvel movies end with the, fel- the flashy credits. We get that in the beginning. Make it part of the movie. Give us some story. Fuck yeah. Love that a lot. And also, a lot of the Black Widow trailer music we saw, the like crazy ass synth shit, they have that sprinkled throughout here. So, shout out to all of you. Fucking love this stuff. That's number four. Andy Cortez, what's up?
2: Yeah, I, I wanted to say that that opening credit sequence, I absolutely love it because it reminds me a lot of Black Ops, Call of Duty's intro, where it's all this sort of, you know, Rejected. photos of Drake off or whatever, with all you see him with Bill Clinton. You're like, oh, he's a pedophile too. Like it's crazy seeing all this sort of shit happening. Jeffrey
3: Epstein but, didn't kill himself. <laughs> yeah,
2: but like all these, like all the imagery really reminds me of kind of, hey, when you want to make a, when you want to make a video about like somebody being sought after right by the government you need a dope ass song and you kind of need crazy like visuals and encircling his face and showing a map and all this shit like all like it's so it's like there's a a class out there on YouTube that's like hey want to make this type of intro here's how you do it and everybody follows the same formula and it works every time it's beautiful it's like- and and I'm like, dude, I, I leaned over to Joey. I was like, this movie rules. Like, I really exactly. love this shit. Yeah. This
0: was the moment where it's like, oh, fuck. This movie is more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So. It's more than meets the eye. More than meets the eye. Transformers. So they roll through that, and again, we get, you know, uh, Natasha and uh, little Natasha, uh, again, <laughs> just thrown in the jail, uh, the, the, like, mine cart with all the other kids, taken there. T- you know, they're they're buzzing in, they're, they're watching cartoons, but they're all in captivity and learning to be killers. We got it. Then we jump ahead 21 years later, right? And it's Natasha herself, Black Widow, ScarJo, in the bathroom, you know, she's clearly moving things around, she's got a disguise kind of thing, she's moving around there. And then who shows up? Thunderbolt Ross himself, and he, they surround the place that she's in, and he's, called, she, he's like, I want her Oh She broke the Sokovia Accord! She attacked the King of Wakanda! So there we go, you know, immediately putting this movie into place, right? I think, all right, cool, this is post-Civil War, but pre-Civil War credit scene.
3: Because okay, of course, looks- when
0: Thunderbolt Ross gets her on the phone. He's like, "Oh, we already got all the other ones, including the little shrinking man or whatever. Like, they're all in jail, and now we're gonna get your ass too. And you fucking you broke this academy okay of And she's like, "Oh, really? I don't think so. You're this makes you look desperate and you're embarrassing." And she- he's like, "Ah, I had a triple bypass." Well, she calls that up like a Thunderbolt Roth having a million heart attacks.
2: He looks rough. Well, he is
0: it rough. just
2: like is it just the de aging of somebody who's way too old at this point?
1: No, I think he's really old, right? Yeah,
2: like. I, I, I think got they, the, they
1: aged him. I think they were just like, oh, he just had heart surgery. Is no, a, dude, they
2: had, like, hell of prosthetics on him. You could tell, like, it, he just – there was a point where I was like, damn, he looks really old, and they're, like, a lot of this. And then I started sort of thinking, is this just a completely different person acting as him because maybe he was too no old way. for the role? And then it got to the point, Tim, where I think of – I think of um, – of goddamn Gandalf. uh, What's his actual name? Sir Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. I'm thinking of Ian McKellen in Lord of the Rings and how he was already old by that point. And then he reprised the role nearly 20 years later in The Hobbit, and by this point he is just, like, fucking old. Same with Christopher Lee. And, like, they did, at a point I was like, I don't know, is he walking correctly? I don't know. I was very put off by this scene. I, I, again, had to lean over to Joey in about three or four moments of leaning over and being like,
0: damn.
2: Thunderbolt Ross, man, he's seen better days, dude. He looks really rough up here. And He has some upcoming projects too, if I remember correctly. He's going to be in She-Hulk. So.
0: Oh yeah, he's 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 one of those great through-line characters, right? That's a, you know in all these different movies. Yeah, and I you know just like talking about some fun future stuff like the uh, Valentino, Allegra De Fontaine stuff. Like it's she's probably working with him, so it's like them yeah. connecting all that stuff and that being in this movie is definitely
2: for a reason. Is this what he actually looked like in the late one? Like is Andy totally right? <laughs> like, like, yeah. and maybe he's just like lost a lot of weight, but he just doesn't look
0: healthy. It's worried. I mean, he's a human being, you know. No, he's no, fine. that's not a real image of him. <laughs> it is. He looks fucking weird in this movie. I'm with Andy. I didn't even notice. My leg like, hurt. He's, he's old. Weird. But this fo- enlarge movie? that again. That's not a real image of this man. Yes, I it know, is. Man. That's like how he looks.
2: From a trailer, or something? from that Avengers game that Greg likes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking. Do it again. I'm looking right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you that he looks older in this movie. I am on Disney Plus right now. I am at the 16:54 mark, and that is not. I mean, it's not like obviously the same image, but like that's like that's like fucking Bigfoot photography there. Why is End, Why is Avengers Endgame
2: also look like he was fucking taken by a paparazzi? Nick, so we've I been we were just having Disney. a discussion that like. He looks like he has crazy prosthetics on, like to de-age mm-hmm. him, obviously, because this is supposed to be him in the, in the what, late 90s? Or what what era was this? What year was this? Uh, 21 years after 95. You do the math. Oh, oh, way later. Okay, never mind. Either way, he just looks like they're really trying to put some duct tape on something that they haven't put together that well. And if you would have told me that the actor was, like, 88, and they were trying to do their best to – make him look younger, I would have believed it, but 71, not bad. Not got bad. Got anyway, he,
0: t- he circles up, they start all moving in, she talks all her shit or whatever, and they finally get to the bathroom, and they kick in the door, and guess what? She's not in there at all. It's her suit and her tracking device. She's all the way up in fucking big. Norway, right? She's on a little, a little, a
2: little, a little, a little, little boat. Oh, you know I'll mm, a little, little boat. She's up head there, head she's go really like, fuck, what the fuck, man?
0: And so, uh, you know, she gets there, and she gets off the boat, and I'm gonna introduce. No, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Don't. Shh, shh. Is this the part where they come out of the water and then all the, all the women start chanting like Gregorian chants? They're like, no, that, you're thinking of to... Zack Snyder's. Just <laughs> leading for oh, our no, my... We have her costume, sir, and the tracking ship. And he's, he's like, fuck, she got away. And then all the shield agents gather around and walk forward going, I am
3: a black widow. Where
0: have you
3: gone? <laughs> The Soviet
0: courts. You signed them. You broke the law. Oh my Comes <laughs> out with an Are joking, here, <laughs> Greg? But shout out to the score in this movie and its use of Gregorian chants, the Russian chant. The Fucking awesome! It, I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, then with, this is where we jump over to see uh, Yelena herself as, uh, in the Black Widow squad, right? They're making a move on a target. This target's got some stuff, and she's in that room. We're watching her, and we're all getting ready to do the thing. And then, oh no, we've been made!
3: Ramirez. I've lost sight Ramirez.
0: And so they fucking run out there, and they, she, she's like, I'm going. I'm group leader. I'll go fucking get this woman. And so she's running around, and then the woman on the ground's running around. She's got a little lunchbox. And a Woman's run, run, run in there. I'll run, run, run in, and boom, door hits her in the face, right? A very We got, a, we, got our, we got, our own Loki moment here. You know what I mean? Just like it. Just like when Hulk slams the door open, hits Tony Stark, fucks everything up. This is one of those through lines. And you, you think of Star Wars, what do you think of it, Andy? When you think of a good through, right. i got a bad feeling about this. Let's shoehorn that in every fucking motion picture. I really reminds you, this is fake shit. This is the fake shit of the MCU. Doors are always going to hit people, and they're going to drop important things. So what happens? Door flies open, hits this woman, she drops her case. Uh, young Black Widow comes like ah, I'm the new Black Widow. And they're like, oh, fuck. And they, they fight for a second or whatever. Yeah. And she's got the knife and they go back. She drops the knife. She gets down. She has a gut. It does, does like yeah. that little move yeah, up and then sad. the pull over, Andy. That oh. doesn't heal.
1: That's not going to heal. Twist. That's how oh. you, you twist, Andy. That's how you get the infection oh, yeah.
0: in there. Never a twist. Sad.
1: Never a twist. Uh, unless you're trying to kill someone, in which case, <sighs> twist, twist. Uh, um, um, was it not uh, Yelena who opened the door and hit her with it?
0: It was Yelena, yeah. Okay. I said young Black Widow because I will continue to str- struggle with Yelena no, no, and the name no, no, throughout no. this entire season. No,
1: no, no. I thought you were implying that a random door had opened coincidentally and hit
0: her. No, yeah. no. It was, it was part of the thing. It was definitely part of the thing. Uh, yeah, sorry. Nick Scarpino, what's your question? Uh, I'm just looking right now, confirming William Hurt has always looked like he was 71 years old. There is not yeah, one it? picture of this man who ever when he ever looked hey, young. He, well, he lost a lot of weight, weight remember? remember? And I think that's what really made it Here's the thing. This is a future setup for next week's interview for Space Jam. But if you're telling me this man's 71, he has a whole year to get himself a motorbike. Just say it. Oh, wow. So that's a, that's a nice in-review Easter egg for you. What? I don't know, I understand. Oh. Is that a Dumb and Dumber, dumb and dumber reference? He a reference to the director of Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't understand. <laughs> right. Remember
0: when the director oh. of Space Jam rode a motorbike? Yeah. Uh, if you have said dirt bike, I would have been with you. Motorbike uh, makes it sound like.
2: I'm not up on my bike terminology. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, Tim? I know that that happened today. Would have guessed it was a week ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, this
2: morning we recorded that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good, guys. Sorry, don't mean to. That's all Let's keep going.
0: So she said, "Lunchbox lady," and as in her final throws, lunchbox lady takes one of these little vials and cracks it, and she sucks in all this red stuff, and it, her eyes go all red for a second. And she's like, well, oh, no, and she, I forget the lunchbox lady's name, but young, uh, not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow, Black Widow is like,
1: oh, no, you lunchbox lady, we were friends. And she's like, yeah. ah,
0: she must say something, I forget. Free them off, she's uh, like, free the rest for, of them.
1: Note for the dying girl, would have had one of those in my hand, just in case that's who they send to chase after me, you know? A black yeah, Widow. of You know? Within was this writing, a moment
0: in contrast to the opening montage, was like, oh, this is going to be a good movie. This was the moment when her eyes went red where I'm like, okay, okay, maybe not, maybe not. Uh, But she wakes up and she's like, oh, man, something's wrong here, right? And uh, then all the other widows are like, little black widow, little black widow, where have you gone? You know what I mean? And then they radio back home to – it's like, it's like you have the script right in front of you. <laughs> and they they radio home. I gotta keep every time I'm gonna look for this motherfucker's name, Dracoff, I look at IMDb every time I go down. Dracoff. They hit up Dracoff and like, listen, team leader's compromised, and he's like, find her and fuck her up. And then he goes downstairs and Taskmaster's there, and Taskmaster's watching Hawkeye fight in from Civil War, right, with arrows. And Taskmaster is learning this. And, again, they don't really call it out. I mean, we know it, obviously. And then eventually they kind of say it, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and then on, on top of watching there and learning it, now, uh, you know, he comes down or somebody comes down and they hand a USB drive to some lady. And she comes over. She shoves that in Taskmaster. And then she goes, smile. Why so serious? <laughs> like, well, that was a weird one. That's a weird scene for me. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. Smile, Taskmaster. Oh, so weird. Just sitting there. Like a big weirdo. Anyways, now that that's in play and we know about the lunchbox, now we go uh, up to more Norway, right? And, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson, she's just up in Norway now, just like, mm-hmm, it's nice here and Overcast. No one will find me. And so she goes to, like, a trailer in the middle of nowhere. Norway no- Norware? Norway? Hi, Norway. Oh, no, yeah. I'm Norway. And who does she find in there? Who does she find in there, everybody? The husband from uh, Handmaid's Tale. And I was like, Fuck yeah. Love this guy in handmade hand made Tale. Happy to see him get more work. Then what happens? This guy opens his mouth, and it's the thing that just breaks my heart every time. She's I'm like, British. you're fucking British, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. you good Why I'm Why are all, all these great actors coming from Britain? You know what I mean? No. Cuff, I'm this guy. Rachel <laughs> Rachel, <wife>. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel <laughs> I know what's going on. You're filling it. Fill it in with your favorite I'm British. British. British.
3: There's
2: I'm Henry Cavill. There you go. There's a good one. I'm going to over. She's over there doing shit, too, right? British. HBO, oh, yeah. show. The HBO show. What's HBO show? Discussion. Mayor of Easttown. Yes.
0: Mayor. What's the
2: yeah. name oh, Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet. Hey, yeah, well,
0: that's different. No I way. knew that. No she way. never made any false pretenses. She showed up in Titanic and she's like, listen, everybody, Here's I'm going to be I famous. I'm <laughs> kind of British. And I'm like, I get it. Cool. Thank you for not pulling the wool over my eyes for British. multiple seasons of Handmaid's Tale.
3: There was not enough space uh, for Bumpkin Bucks on that one?
0: Exactly. Anyways, uh, he, we introduce Hands Made Tail Guy, and he's like, Yo, I'm a guy who can find things and fix things, and I got you this thing. And uh, you get to stay here, and there's gas out there, and you got to bring your trash in. It's 20 kilometers or some shit. And also, here's a bunch of mail from Budapest. And she's like, Budapest. And she's like, Budapest. And she's like, Budapest. And I'm like, I don't know. I've never heard anyone say Budapest. All right? And I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I've heard Hawkeye say to you, Budapest. And I've heard you say Budapest to him. Did he ever correct you? Why well, wasn't this thing? You know what I mean? Or was it correct? This read to me as uh, Kevin Feige and MCU team seeing Reddit threads for years and being like they're saying it wrong, and they're like, oh, it's kind of a wink, wink, nod, nod. Of, like we're addressing the fandom. Did mm-hmm. totally. they do that? Did she call it Budapest in the movie in Avengers? No, I think it's yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's how i are supposed to say it. Yeah, I think they I think they originally called it, pronounced it Budapest, and she mm-hmm. now is trying to correct that by saying Budapest. But she and never he, got it, corrected on a camera, right? So why would that be something that when, she, she said? It wrong no, in one she, way, she corrected someone else on camera. He was like, oh, wow, something, something Budapest. Nope, so nope, okay, we're we're, we're lines are getting crossed here. She had a conversation with Hawkeye in the previous movies where they both right. talk about Budapest. They never, right. they pronounced it incorrectly yeah, back they, then. they said
1: it wrong. They're fixing it now, Greg. So now the they're fixing it while her with me. her correcting
0: another Correct person's mispronunciation. I mean, she, she, never, she should be corrected. That would be the scene, right? She's worried, <laughs> and she is now correcting them.
3: She worked yeah, yeah, off camera.
0: camera. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, it's it's one of those where I wish she would just run the whole gamut, right? It's Puma and it's Jaguar. Can we just correct oh, you stupid right. Americans who don't understand
2: yeah, how to say words correctly?
0: All right, me yeah, me. I left you all your stuff from Budapest. You were right about that. And real quick before I leave, the funny little videos that aren't videos on the internet—do you call them gifs? Gifts? All right, thanks. I'm gonna walk off into the field now. I'm the guy from Handmaid's Tale. Uh, she, she, but she's like, I don't want any of this crap from Budapest, Budapest, Budababa. And so he's like, well, then you yeah. fucking throw it away. You gotta go driving right. to town anyway, right? She's like, fine. Throws the trap in her car or crap in her car. Then she starts. It's, Like chilling out in her new uh, cool camper, and she's uh, what? She's just chilling out. Oh, this is where you're talking. She had the hair dye, right? She had the hair dye that was like teasing. She had in her right? hair. Oh, that was yeah, the blonde. That's she it's like it where she got She learned That's about blood pressure or whatever. Also interesting. Jen and I called out when, when, like, what is she eating caviar? She's just sitting there eating caviar, like uh, uh, Rachel Weiss wanted in the the you know before times. Uh, I want uh, and cool. Like I want caviar and champagne. That's anyway. Strange. Uh, generator dies, she goes out there, she's like, this is totally fucked, and there's no gas, she shakes the gas can, she's like, fuck it, tosses it in next to the fucking VHS lunchbox tape, oh, by the way, in the mail from Budapest was the uh, uh, lunchbox. You and know, you know what you was, uh,
2: kind of funny. We wouldn't have, dis- have to discuss this any further, further as what, you know, after what I'm just about to say, but if you were to show me, like, five different foods and ask me which one is caviar, I wouldn't be able to point it out. Go ahead and continue, Gary. No,
1: you wouldn't. I know you, you wouldn't would. eat it, though,
2: would you? You wouldn't eat it, would you? I probably wouldn't eat it, but I also don't even know what it looks like. You eat New it on little it is, pancakes. So. Isn't that good enough for you? On a pancake? Little, little baby pancakes. Little tiny How about this big? Shut the fuck. I thought, like, b-leens a crack I thought a little, I thought it'd be a little, b-leens. B-leens the b-leens 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 are all,
0: you know, they get a little sour cream or whatever, crack. the white, the it's white, fr- fresh it's cake. When I was in France, after the London meet and greet, we went to a caviar restaurant. That's, like, what they did. Let me tell you, I had a bunch of caviar in different ways. It was crazy. Which, what was the most extreme way that they gave you the guy? The only guy's brought out of fun. You paid for the gourmet package, piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for this <laughs> one. Like, this this the only evil evil. You're still going to be all night. Stop. <laughs> Jesus, God, it gone off the rails. <laughs> Were we ever on the rail? No, no. Were no, we were were. ever on the, rails? Yeah, on the, the time, time that the I literally hurt my back art. trying to do a stone cold backbend and now the rest of the weekend I'm gonna have to pretend like I didn't hurt myself doing a fucking podcast? That's when if we are off too. I mean risk. if we're gonna have it, Andy, do you mind taking fame. a quick side we're taking a quick we're pulling off onto the shoulder of the road here. Do you mind? I know you wanted a very buttoned up interview today. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. What I wanna call out is I I'm Greg Miller. You know what I mean? I don't pat myself in the back often, alright, but I do want it on the record. I took off my pants. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> I today. It is a hot one today. Oh, I can't. Anyway, old Star Joe is bopping to the radio. She goes to turn on a bridge. Fucking rocket launcher. It's Taskmaster. Ha <laughs> ha! And she's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? So she tries to get out of the car, and then, you know, she can't get out of the car, and then he's coming, and she she finally gets out of the car, and she shoots, but he's using the shield, just like Captain America. Again, I could have gone for, I'm with Tim on this, could have gone for not, like, beat me over the head with it, but... Little home, like Steve or whatever, you know what I mean? Some of this, oh, what's going on, you know what I mean? And so they're over there doing it or whatever, and they're fighting on the bridge. Very similar to, of course, Marvel's Avengers. Remember, of course, Blackwell. Oh, yeah. That's fighting it's on the bridge. drastically similar, I would Very say. similar, right? Because already in Avengers, that was already similar to other times you've seen Taskmaster sure. in animated properties, which, granted, I understand there's levels of mainstream canon of what sure. people understand. But, yeah, this, this was a little weird for me. Uh on top of that I do want when we get to voting, my vote should count for two votes since of course no. I played the Red Room takedown uh in or take over the Red Room Takeover in Marvel's Avengers right now and I did buy uh the white suit today. There's so just no you right are one of forty people. I'll no allow that. it. Thank you very much, Nick. That means a lot to me. So they brawl, and you know she's she's wounded uh, or she's fucked up from the, the the explosion, right? She's not 100%. Taskmaster's taking it too early. We already talked about it. We get the cool flip. They do the same thing. We she he does drops the knife. Uses the knife. Uh, you know we're, we see it, and she but she's losing. And so, eventually, you know, she understands. This is bad. I'm, I, I'm in a bad situation here, right? And so, like, he's fucking her up. Uh, She eventually – is this where it was you're talking about where she shoots the, the whoop, 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 rope around his legs, then she attaches him to the thing. Is this where he swings yeah. like Spider-Man? Because he cuts it. i got to go back and watch He that. cuts it uh, and he swings through, yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't do the hand thing. But yeah, 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 but he the does do, like, Spider-Man pose. yeah. Anyways, this gives her a quick second to run to the lunch pail. She opens the lunch pail. He doesn't know this. R- r- runs the lunch pail, opens it up, takes all the vials, and then he's like, see you later? Or she's like, see you later, trash. I guess we could say he because we don't know the reveal yet. See you later,
2: trash, and throws her off the bridge. And then, Dude, no, lunch no. like, doesn't he just kick her the fuck off in the most brutal fashion? I like, mm-hmm. so like I, was I, that,
3: really.
2: It was that kick that me and about five other people around me all at the same time were like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck? Cause, And they, I, I think that sequence was... Just done really well visually and um, audibly. Was what I'm looking for. Audibly, Andy, um, audibly. Andy, audibly.
1: speaking of uh, visual sequence, is done really well. Look at this.
2: See this? Oh wow! Yeah, here we are. Uh, here we already made the
0: gift. Nope. I didn't even get You guys got way farther than I did. I didn't get anywhere close to this. There
1: here we go. It's funny <laughs> <you chat laughs> it, I can, you know, you can start to plan and be like, okay. I need to use more arms in it. That's the problem. Yeah, I this feel like it, I, I could do it.
0: I feel I like I could do Kevin, I think if you just warmed up a little bit and stretched, honestly, you could do that. Honestly, that's
1: what I need a good stretching. Yeah, what I, 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 what I, see, I need is
2: just
0: like five
1: minutes of stretching to warm
0: up, you can crush that.
2: I need Nick to to uh, a sequence of Nick saying, like, yeah, and you know, I've been training in, uh, in you know, mixed martial arts for quite a while, and I do a lot of jiu-jitsu, and then it immediately cuts to him shooting the basketball straight up and then to that move right there. God, that like, was, well, I, so I'm going to
0: tell you right now, a bridge, a bridge move is something you have to do a lot in jiu-jitsu, and that is, that is sad. That was, I got about half a foot, like half of a centimeter off the ground and pulled my back muscle.
2: Anyway, this sequence, I love just the way that how loud everything was, right? It was just sort of like an attack on all the senses. And then as soon as she gets kicked and hit, and that really, like, good impact sound that you really want, she hits that fucking thing, and it is silent immediately. And you just hear her splashing into the water, beautifully done. I love this whole sequence.
0: And so, uh, yeah, she she washes up on shore. uh, Taskmaster looks out and is like, fuck, this sucks. And uh, out on shore, she looks at the red thing from the lunchbox and finds the photo because, I I skipped this. But when they were evacuating the house, uh, Yelena grabbed the photo thing and kept them or whatever. So she tore it half and put them in there. And mailed it to the Budapest safe house, right? And so now Scarjo's like, shit, I gotta go back to Budapest, right? And we've heard a lot about Budapest, right? And this is something that comes up all the time in the MCU when we're talking about Hawkeye. So this is where she goes to the safe house, like we we're talking about. Uh, she goes in there, and uh, that's where she meets up with Elena, and this was the fight scene we were talking about earlier, what I thought was super Jason Bourne, right? Of them like rolling around, beating the shit, using what they can in the house to fight each other. You know, Elena eventually goes over there, grabs the knife, and then she grabs, Scarjo grabs something off a desk, and they start brawling bra- around, they switch each
2: other's guns. Cool shit. I really enjoyed this. They must suffer from CTE in the future. Like, there's no way their brains are not rocking around their, their skull just destroying all their mental faculties by the age of 58, you know? Sure.
0: Well, this is the one, too, where uh, Natasha grabs Yelena Wright and, like, throws her into, like, a the like cupboard.
2: Like smashing her oh, through joke. something. I thought it was really that was
1: cool. Good. All the action here yeah. is really good, and Andy, they're yeah. not, they're not making it that far along.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, no, I mean, definitely not Scarlet, right? But <laughs> uh, so then they uh, what they they are
0: choking each other, but they stop, and then they start catching up. And she explains a little bit of what's going on, right? Yeah, she explains what's going on of like, listen, like, well, I got brainwashed. Not that this is the an antidote or whatever. And she's kind of like, ah, oh, no, no, I killed them. Is this where they they lay it all out? I, you know, no, I yeah. killed that guy. Did you did you confirm the body? It feels too early. It feels rushed because they get people come to get them. People yeah. come to get them, right? Yeah. The, the scene I want to give a shout out to though, uh, I thought was really good for kind of just development of the MCU as a whole because uh, I have a lot of criticism of the power levels and how they make these humans like too overpowered, I think the scene was really good for the most part. Uh, there were some hits and throws into walls and shit where I'm like, okay, her spine is broken. But uh, sure. I, I think worry, you, the way, it's like I, I, you digitally took out the rope, but there's no way a body would move like that naturally. <laughs> but the way that they built up that these are two humans fighting and they're, they're at the peak of their performance, I thought they did a really good job of, obviously, we know the ScarJo, Natasha Black Widow, we know her abilities, but like, this is our introduction to Florence Pugh. And like, there's that question of how are you going to make them the same level but still make both of them badass? And I think that the use of the curtain to kind of wrap around both of them so they're both kind of choking each other was a really good end to that scene to be like uh, a passing of the torch in terms of, oh, she's equally badass. Like, she is also Black Widow quality. And I, I thought that was really well done. It's, it's, th- it's, shown throughout as the other Widow's fight or whatever, but I love the idea that, you know, we've only known uh, Natasha, we've only known our Black Widow, right? So to see her tackle with other people who have been trained the same way, they go to the same moves, like, right, where there's that, like, check down of what you would do in this situation based on how you've been trained, based on the sweeps, all these different things, where I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea that, yeah, like, obviously there's going to be people who, are better, but, like, you all have the same uh, toolbox of weaponry to use, right? So you understand. they all trained at Cobra Kai. Exactly. So it's like when they face off against Miyagi-Do, they don't see what's coming. So, so hard. It's it's hard. Exactly. exactly. Turn around. And so, uh, you know, you're, everything gets laid out. The jig's up, though. The, the other widows move in. Everybody takes off running. Uh, there's a bunch of gunfire, and there's, like, smoke in the air, and they're beating the shit out of some people, but then they, they take off running. They're trying to get to the motorbike, and uh, they run, and they run, and they run. They're on some rooftops. They fly down some rooftops. There's one widow in pursuit, Flies down a the rooftop. Uh, they detach a chimney. They ride the chimney down. Uh, oh, this is where Black Widow gets her, like, see, I'm different than all of you. Like, uh, this woman starts, the other widow who's trying to kill her starts slipping. Natasha grabs her, I'll save you. She grabs the knife, starts swinging at her. Then they all, well, uh, what, uh, Elena falls into a, a, a glass window. This is where Natasha grabs onto a railing and then kind of tumbles down. And the other widow just falls straight down and gets fucked up. And then Natasha comes down there. You're and like She's it. like, listen, wow. it's cool. We don't got to do this. Let's not fight. And she's like, they get, we get the overhead shot of her like in a pool of green water, and her legs all fucked up and shit. And she's like, no. And it looks like she's gonna shoot at Natasha with her thing, but then she turns on herself and she goes, I don't want to do this. And then we get uh, uh, Dracoff back at home, right? Who hits the, and you know what? From what's the? Doesn't he tell me not. Draco, Holmes, Draco really. Malfoy. He's Draco, fair yeah, Draco Malfoy. Uh, he's like, you know what? Boop boop boop. Ding, and he hits the button, and they, she shoots herself. And then uh, Elena shows back up, uh, Elena, and she's like, now nah, do you believe me? She's like, yeah, I guess I do. And they start talking about it, and the Taskmaster shows up, and then they run, and they get on a bike, and then they race away, and Taskmaster's in the giant uh, tank, and Taskmaster's chasing them, and there's a whole – yeah, i sorry, Kevin. I,
1: was say, I I wish they had done this scene a little bit differently instead of her shooting herself in the face, which is very dramatic. Uh, I do wish that she had, like, held her own breath or something, and then, like, so it would have just been like, then she stopped breathing, and then later revealed that, like, when they showed up um, like, oh, shit, they, they turned off the breathing function in her brain, and she just died there quietly. I feel like that would have totally been more impactful. Better. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Cool, yeah. You're welcome, Kevin.
0: Uh, now there's a lot of driving and Taskmaster shooting. I think this, yeah, this is where they use a car as a, like, Fast and Furious to soften a fall. Uh, Kevin liked these glasses. Uh. Also the tank, too. Like, I didn't like it. Like, the the whole, like, Taskmaster doesn't need a tank. Like, this whole thing just kind of felt like taking everything to 12 when, like, honestly, at 8
2: would have sufficed. It was, um, it was a, gosh, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm missing the name right here. Bone Crusher, Skull. And Bones, what's the name from Winter Soldier? Crossbones. Crossbones. It, that's, like, something that he would drive. Like, that's just brute force, not a whole lot of thought behind it. And I especially, especially hated the entrance of it. When they get on the bike and they're, like, trying to rev up the bike or whatever, and then it, like, crashes and just kind of stays there looking at him. It was such a video game moment where, like, it, it felt like a video somebody. game.
0: Absolutely. This is Uncharted.
2: Yeah, what, but like when you let the sequence play out without doing anything, or <laughs> like before you hit the quick time event, it's like let's just see what happens. And the car's just kind of sitting there looking at him, idling. Like, like, yeah, yeah. It, you would have killed them. Like just fucking kill him.
1: <laughs> I do. I did really, really like the um, as they're both running to the the motorcycle, and she's like, "Which one's yours?" She's like, "The green one." Duh. And goes for the she goes for her, her keys, Yelena, and is like, "What? Where are the keys?" And then. Uh, you know, Black Widow pulls them out. Gotcha. Gotcha. That felt like they—they. They, I feel like they did a good job peppering that like sibling dynamic, like all over the place. Where it's like it felt very real. Like yeah. you know, when we have it's those very,
0: numbers. very big brother, little brother, or big sister, little sister. I, I love that dynamic, and I thought that was like the strength of the movie for sure. Uh, okay. So then, yeah, a lot of chasing. They steal a car uh, at one point. She's like, "Your plan sucks," or whatever. And then she makes the car go in reverse and then slams the door off to hit the woman who chasing them on a motorcycle. I like that. Uh, but eventually we get to that carmageddon thing you were talking about where the car gets poof, smashed over, right, tumbles into the subway. Uh, they pop out. Yolanda's like, wait, I'm bleeding and I'm hurt. And, uh, and Blackwood is like, don't fix it. Trust me. And so then, you know, uh, old Taskmaster, it, she comes down there, and uh, she starts following the blood trail, and she follows it down a hole, like a grate, and goes underground, and it turns out they were above ground. Uh, it, was, it was a trap there. They used the blood to get her down there. And then this is where me and Clint hold up in Budapest after they they thought they killed Drake, Draco Malfoy and Draco Malfoy's daughter by accident. And this is this is, must be where they're she's like, did you ever see the fucking body? She's like, I saw the daughter's body or whatever. And she's like, that's not good enough. The daughter wasn't the guy. And he's like, oh, no. I never did it, all right? Whenever this fucking sucks, <laughs> and uh, then it's life on a on the run, right? The I want to. You
3: know, you're singing
0: Rascal Flatts version.
3: All night version? long, the car. Yes.
0: You know, I didn't know there was an original that. version of that song, and I, I don't like that you. Know you only know, you know the Cars version, the Rascal Flatts version. The best version, yeah. Hey man, I'm not gonna argue. Rascal Flats in nice concert, Columbia, Missouri. Uh, granted, when they set off their like streamers, one of them didn't unroll. Hit me right in the temple. What I was learning. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I Explains so much. Explain. Hey Greg, what's what's the current state of your pants right now? Are they still lying no. on a hardware yeah. floor next to Yeah, they're over here on the ground. Yeah, I yeah that that we know too. why. We blame. We can blame Rascal Flats for that. Anyways. They do their whole catch-up thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they stop at a gas station to get the stuff, and they talk, They banter here. Again, now, this is what I love about the movie, I a couple right? I love drinks. Drinks. Yeah. Yeah, then they go to another gas station, or the same gas station, but at night. And this is where, yeah, they have some drinks. There's a guy fixing his car over there. Uh, Yelena's trying to, like, do her own sutures or whatever. And then Black Widow comes around and does it. And then it's like, you know, what do you want to do? And you know, she's like, oh, I'm finally free. Yeah. Oh, no, that has not happened yet. They, didn't talk, they talk about the jacket Yeah. They might have talk about the vest here. I forget. It doesn't matter. They talk about it in the car. car. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, but okay. So the car they're about to steal. Anyway, they're catching up. They're having a good time. They're bonding. What do you do now? I'm free. I can do whatever the fuck I want to. And she's. This also maybe when they're like, you know, I had I made up a, a backstory for you, right? Like my family's still in Ohio, and you're you're married. You're a science teacher, and you're married to a guy who retrofits houses or whatever. Um. And then it's like, all right, cool. We'll steal this nice Family Guy's car over here, and then we're gonna go do our thing, right? And so uh, they're like, cool, we're going to go do our thing. And this is then when we get met, met back up with Handmaid's Tale guy. They wanted a jet. He gives them a shitty helicopter, and he's like, if I had time and money, different story. Could get you whatever the hell you wanted, but this is all you're able to I'm – I'm able to get you. And they're like, peace or whatever. From here we go into a prison. Uh, this is where uh, the Red Guardian himself, David Harbour, is, right? Uh, I He's got – what? I right, said, I love it. I love this sequence. It's, it's very weird, though, the, like – I love David Harbour and I think he plays the Red Guardian character perfectly. But there's a little there's there's not as much parody between those two characters of him in hiding and him as like he just seems completely absurd a different now like, person. totally different person and that was that's been locked up for twenty five years or I can years. explain that away that way, but he seems so serious and like cunning and like straightforward when he's when they're in America and this he's just like a silly ass cartoon version of like what you but would I, think a Russian person would be, you know. Yeah.
2: I also think that some of it is like, haha, you you said a funny Russian thing, like, that we as Americans aren't used to hearing. That's funny because of the way, not only the way it sounded, but it's also so blunt, you know? Like, I feel like that's a lot of the humor that we were getting, Mm -hmm. but honestly, I was kind of fine with it. Like, I thought David Harbour did a fucking fantastic job with everything he was given in this movie.
0: I think he did a great job. I just think when I look at those two characters, they don't seem like a natural evolution of the same character, but both were good in their own right. I think it's just...
2: just Yeah, the the first half of it is David Harbour in fucking Stranger Things. (laughs) It is a worried father, like, we got to go. Yeah, now's the time. I'm the super serious man. And then we suddenly see him, and he kind of reminds me of the Russian guy that they steal out of jail in Mission Impossible. That's like... Ethan, like <laughs> he's like like uh, a crazy dude. I was gonna
0: say yeah 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 that's perfect. <laughs> so uh, he's in jail. He's arm wrestling people. Uh, eventually he's and he's telling a story about kicking Captain America's ass. And finally the guy's like, when was he? he's like I don't know eighty two eighty three. He was still in the ice. Breaks this dude's arm so viciously.
3: Oh, oh and the and then wrist
0: he gets the is And so he goes and gets his mail. And, if you know, the guards are jerks they're eating is a tasty treat that he got. Instead, he just gets the rest of it, and one of them is an action figure. And so he starts fucking on the action figure, and the head pops off. And inside of it is an earpiece, and he puts in the earpiece, and it's Black Widow. And she's like, make your way to the south wall or whatever. Just don't fucking be a, don't be a dumbass about it. And he's immediately a dumbass about it, and it's awesome. And he grabs the, du- the guards through the glass, and he eats some of the sweet treats. And he walks out, and they're like, Red Guard, is escaping! And causes a huge prison riot. That they walks outside, movie. they've got a helicopter up there, Uh, they're like, you just jumped up here, and like, we'll fucking get you out, so he starts doing some Captain America jumps, but he falls back down, because like, he gets shot, or beat up, or whatever, something just
2: the thing, oh, is that what it was, yeah, them, yeah. So he
0: falls back down, it's all hell's breaking loose, the Black Widow's like, fine, I'll go down there, you know, swing me around, do all this different stuff, to Elena. So she real, thinks, quick, real, real quick, real quick, I want to go, go back, I want to go Tra- back, Nick, Nick, but, what were you about to say? Oh, I, I was gonna say some of the some of the action here with like the editing was a little bit weird. So he he busts through the window, and you, I'm like, oh, he's gonna steal the sweet treat back, and we never see him actually take the sweet treat. But then you we see, see him eating on something thing. later. Yeah. We don't actually see the thing itself. So well, like I, I didn't have any carbs, it. so they just kind of do it because no. Yeah, the I'm sure <laughs> he was. They were like, "Please put on thirty pounds for this." And he was like, "Cool, but I'm I'm not going to do it with carbs. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it with I'm Like, no, we want carbs, thirty pounds. We want peanut butter and jelly sandwich, no, thirty no, pounds. No, I, I You want me to put on weight? I've seen the movie that you want me to get on Hemsworth diet. Like, no, no, no. We, no, no, so we want the opposite <laughs> of <for> that. <So laughs> I, I, I was interested because this seemed to me like as it was happening. I was, like, really conflicted, and it's a rare thing that this happens to me in a movie where I was like, I don't know if I like or dislike what's happening now, yeah, and I can't really it. put my finger on on either way, where I was like, there was moments where I'm like, oh, this is kind of clever, and I like what they're doing, this feels right for the characters, and then there were other moments that felt the total opposite, where I'm like, this just seems, like, random, and, like, they're not actually assigned to how this person would act in this scenario, but it kind of just kept going, and I, I was distracted long enough to move on, but I was interested in Nick having some thoughts on it, because I definitely... It took me out of it enough to think about it watching the movie. I I think this was the first time in the movie that that had happened.
2: I'm right there with you. I think it starts off really fun, and you get those quick back and forths over the radio. Like, don't be stupid, and they're like, oh, you're being stupid about this, aren't you? And that's that's fun to see David Harbour, this brute, just say, I'm going to brute force this. Who gives a shit? I'm not going to try to sneak out in any, like, secret way or whatever. And seeing that parkour, obviously, it's, like, really cool of him just using his strength and jumping up from platform to platform. But there wasn't, like, I, I much like you just said, Tim, I needed this to be a little bit more clever. I needed there to be something cool that, that happens with, like, a platform that's dropping and you hold on to that and it, like, launches you up or something. Like, do something a little bit more than just... We need to escape the avalanche. I thought the avalanche was kind of a cool X Factor that I wasn't expecting, but totally. I, I just wanted a little bit more from that.
0: I do love Florence Pugh's line where she's like, oh, that's a cool way to die. Dude, I yeah. love that. I oh, love her every yeah. time. I love that yeah. yeah. When she's yeah. down on the operating table and she's like, This is not a cool way to She she has all the she has all the great lines in this movie. Whoever wrote that dialogue for her like she nailed every single thing she said. Well that's the thing, is like it's so clearly a setup to like make her the next shit. And like honestly, I like her already more than I've ever liked Natasha. With the accept, with rare exception of moments in movies like Winter Soldier, she does have some moments. Like I really, really, really liked Florence Pugh's Black Widow. I agree. I like the but I like them. I think it's a nice handoff. I think it's it's great. I think all those the, the two of them had great scenes together. We're coming up on the scene. Uh, or did we pass it already? We're talks about the posing. Did we already talk about that? We haven't, but I it probably is in it one of the things thing. I blew. by. yeah, it, it's in the little uh, gas station in the yeah. When I gas station, I was like, that's so fucking such a fucking little sister thing to say to your older sister. What's with all the posing? It's like you know people are looking at you the entire time. It's the kind of shit. You're a poser. That is the kind of shit I would have said to my brother if I was like, my brother's an Avenger and I'm not an Avenger. <laughs> 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 to the credit of this movie and the writing of this movie, like, it worked even though we've seen this before. We've seen this joke in Deadpool. But I think that this did it well for character development. And it's like that is the MCU difference in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. where it's like a lot of the jokes and stuff and action scenes are when they're best paying off to enhance character. And they did that there. That's true. Um, so we've kind of run around, right? Uh, he, they're trying to get him out of there. Then the, the copter starts getting shot. Uh, y- y- Yelena shoots a missile, blows up the thing. That's cool. Then it starts the avalanche. That's a cool way to die. Uh, at the last second, of course, she flying the plane. She, or the helicopter, Black Widow swings in, grabs, uh, the Red Guardian, and we're out of there. They get him into, they get him into uh, the ship. Huh? Crimson Tide. Great. Crimson Dynamo. Whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am just fucking around. So, I, was so sorry. I do Why, correct, why correct
1: right? say
2: whatever when he's wrong.
0: It's <laughs> just, <laughs> having, having,
2: just having fun. It's a joke, guys. <laughs> I Jesus love it. Christ.
0: I no, know. It's didn't you get it. the memo from the beginning? Andy wants a very serious interview today. All right? He doesn't want to you. know what? Andy he needs to needs it. take a picture and he won't be pushed around today. All right? Andy needs to take the stick out of his mud. <laughs> I, I know you didn't to try to be cleaner, but you made it dirty. Oh, wow. You made it dirty. I was going to say, I was, gonna, I was trying to do a call back to earlier when uh, Greg said, told Kevin to fuck his own ass or whatever it
2: was.
3: <laughs> Scratching his so, own ass, I said.
2: Okay. And no, yeah. I don't care about how professional we are. Well, I just everybody don't Mr. To Cortez is talking talk. no, talk. Mr. Cortez yes, the there, talk. there it is. There it is.
0: <laughs> Kevin, do me a favor. Go to Amazon.com and order him a tweed jacket that he can start fucking being Professor Cortez up on these interviews, all right? I'll wait. (laughs) I'm calling him Headmaster Cortez from now on. Anyways, they get there. They bicker him in the face. They punch him in the face. Uh, We cover more ground here, right, that like – uh, he was a shitty dad, but it was like, what this is, but he still mm-hmm. liked them, yadda, yadda, yadda. Uh, mm-hmm. then it's, uh, yeah, they they kidnapped him to find out where the red room is. That's perfect. They find out where the red room is. And it turns out, of course, he's like, I don't know where the fucking red room is. Are you kidding me? The guy threw me out, didn't let me do what I wanted. I didn't want to be undercover anymore. I just wanted to be the red guardian. I I could have rival Captain America. I could have been bigger than Captain America. Um, but you know who did? Uh, your fake ass mom. Rachel White, she knows all about it. And they're like, what, she's still alive? And he's like, yeah, she lives out in a fucking farm or whatever. Let's go see her. And so it's over that way. And Yelena's uh, uh, like, there, we don't have enough gas to make it there." He's like, yeah, you do. She's like, all right. And the next scene is the helicopter just falling from the sky. I loved that. I thought that was just so fucking good. Uh, they get out. It's more about the family bonding here, right? Uh, well, actually, I think it starts with him get, trying to get Natasha. He's like, you, right, go ahead, Yelena. And he's like, does he ever talk about me? She's like, who? Captain America. You know, I do not think of us as enemies, but, you know, my ne- not my nemesis, but, like, you know, whatever. Contemporaries, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Which is something interesting, because I'll take you through past Greg and now current Greg, all right? Past Greg, when he gets called on, is watching this movie, he gets called on at the 83, 82 thing. That's fucking <laughs> bullshit, and he breaks the guy's arm. And I'm like, cool, he's bullshitting. Then here he asks Captain America, or asks her about Captain America. And I was like, I don't fully understand this scene. Would Captain America know about him because Captain America's caught up on the past and thinks it's cool? Then, live chat, when we mentioned this a little while ago, had said that they thought, yeah, who was I? Yeah, uh, Thomas Evans said the Captain America he fought was Isaiah Bradley. Did you get that interpretation from this? And then, if we did get that interpretation from it, are we to believe that Red Guardian is so out of the loop he doesn't understand that the Captain America in Avengers is. Uh, uh, Steve Rogers and not Isaiah Bradley? I've got to know, know because no, I think he was that's just like, bullshitting. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Isaiah Bradley, like, Bradley, I don't
1: think it was ever Captain America out there. Yeah. Like he he, he uh, would have been.
0: That was like World War
2: wasn't it?
1: And then got uh, arrested.
2: But also yeah. the Testo. fact that he knows Natasha is. An Avenger, like he knows who the other Avengers are, sure. like the, yeah. the news. The so then, what is he? Why would Captain America talk about this guy then?
0: Because he's like in the sphere. It's like if there's another. If, if Ted Miller's out there trying to do what you're doing, like he wants Greg Miller to to know that he's there. He wants to. He wants to be contemporary, he's not, he's a contemporary Ted Miller. Instead of like a Jeff Keely or something, there you go, Ted Miller. <laughs> I love it. Man. I love yeah, it. I couldn't rhyme anything with Greg. What rhymes with Greg? The kind of funny Greg. Greg. And Greg. Greg. <laughs> Craig Miller. Yeah. That would have been great. Would, that would have been great. Maybe and more real than I I do think
1: anyway, anyway, it was, it was r- real quick, I do think it was a, another wasted opportunity to not be like, has Bucky ever talked about me? Because that, I think, would make a lot more sense that he, like.
2: When I told that makes more
1: sense,
0: yeah. Right. Because it he's it like the other Russian soldier. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The guy who was me, but actually was effective. I, we we also missed the scene here that I, was, I thought was poignant when they were talking about like what they had to go through with basically. getting... Oh, right, uh, yeah. A yeah. Reminder: it's a hysterectomy if you're going to be yeah. a woman from the Red Room. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is terrifying. Yeah, to the point that even he gets grossed out about it. I I appreciated that. Um, and then also in this conversation, at least in this walk um, of all of them to the farm right there's the conversation too where he grabs both their hands and is like you two have cur- murdered more people I <laughs> than i have ever seen or whatever. there's so much red right in here i'm so proud of you i was like oh,
2: i love that that's, it's, that's such a perfectly written like comedic moment for the whole family and for them to just be like for for you as the viewer to be like this is not normal this is not what a family should be and it's it's great. Like, this whole moment is fantastic. And just kind of looking at her and be like, you're the number one assassin in the world. <laughs> like, he's so proud of her. But it's like, dude, they, don't, they didn't want this light. Yeah. They're not. The they is they don't want it. That was cool. That uh, was super cool. Uh, I love this. I thought that was very funny. But, like,
0: and I would love for you guys to convince me otherwise on this because this is something that I'm, I'm bummed out about, that I would like to be wrong about. But I feel like the biggest, Issue of this movie is that it doesn't make her sacrifice feel more important. Like it doesn't give more relevance to her doing what she did, and I feel like that is such a missed opportunity, especially given the timeline where this was, which is not long. I mean, I guess there was the five-year gap, but like pre Infinity War, it's like we're talking just a couple years, if even, between Civil War and Infinity War. And it's like I would have liked to see something that that like she learned or something that she kind of like grew with. To be like, you know what, I've done a lot of bad or I've done this or whatever, but what I need, I need to do this for the greater good. Because right. we know how it ends. We know she yeah. does that. So it's like if you're going to talk about a fucking zest, I'd like to see some character development that, that, that gets us to that sacrifice instead think, of Akai or whatever. I, I'm with you in the way that I love this movie and I think it's great and I like all the characters in it. I definitely think, especially with this lens we're talking about right now, it is very much Yelena's movie, right, in terms of giving her family's real life, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. At the end, what the best you get is uh, Black Widow being like, I have two families, and they're both kind of fucked up, but I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but, like, I already loved you, and this didn't add more to that, right? I think it could have been interesting if there was the – if they totally uh, swerved us and first – half to third of the movie is everything we're talking about right now and going through, and then the other half is uh, in that five-year period. It is a mission they all had to go out on and do something together, right? That was, like, building up to I have no idea. But making it – I see when I finish this movie it, it, and they do the after-credits scene of her at the grave, right, I'm not mourning Natasha more. I'm now – grieving alongside i'm I'm actually not even grieving i'm feeling sorry for yelena right Mm i'm seeing yelena having the chance ripped away from her which
2: is probably the whole actual point of the picture but i'm with you it's weird though throughout this whole movie i you know i think if we were to have sort of one of these type of movies for tony stark i would have felt a lot more emotional but throughout all of this i just kind of like I kind of had this moment of during the final Red Room sequence where they are finally escaping the gigantic Red Room airship, and I was like, "Oh, Scarlet! Like I kind of forgot you die, and I don't really care, and that kind of sucks." <laughs> that's, that's so
0: weird <laughs> to me because I thought I, I I'm I'm I couldn't disagree with you guys more. Like I think that her her death scene was one of the most poignant in all of Endgame, Game. i not just watched it a few weeks back. And this to me felt more like, hey, we're gonna go back and tell a little bit of an origin story. And it's cool just one off like a kinda scenario of her going back into action one more time as a secret agent. So I don't know. I, I liked all that all that stuff. I thought that stuff worked.
2: Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong, I cried like a lot in that scene in, in yeah. Endgame, but for some reason it just I I don't know, I just had this sort of realization during this movie that, oh, you don't live you don't live past Endgame and it didn't really matter a whole lot to me, and it it probably should have. And this movie just sort of feels like, uh, at this point, you know, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me, and I don't know if it will mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I don't know if I will watch this movie again unless we have to do another, another sort of in-review, you know?
0: Well, remember, we're doing our own MCU in-review, re-review.
2: Re-review, that's right. For right. goodbye
0: in Endgame was Hulk and Clint standing on the dock and just kind of being like, oh, yeah, Black Widow 2. And then they just moved on. It's like the moment was so poignant in that game when she sacrifices herself, but like the reminiscing and look back and like the importance of Black Widow, I think they really dropped the ball on and just yeah. for the chance to make up for well, it. Well, like, we got a little bit of it at the end here, like her kind of literally walking away and being like, I got to go see, help some of my friends that they're fighting right now or whatever it was. And she kind of gets onto the, the or whatever it is. I thought that was kind of, that was kind of poignant, but yeah. Anyway, though, so, so let's get pick up the pace, so they finish their walk and all the conversation we're talking about. they get to Rachel Weiss's house. Rachel Weiss excited enough to see them. uh, let's have dinner, let's have some vodka uh she gives uh Red Guardian his suit. He goes in there. We had a funny seat of him do it. Meanwhile, we get more, uh, mother, daughter, daughter stuff out there, and, you know, they're you know, bickering in a little bit. Then he comes back, he sits down, there's the family reunited, and it's more bickering about if they were a family or not a family, and they're going back. Again, you get all the family dynamics. Before, later, the, flash, before, flash. before that, he's like, I've been in prison for a really long time. He, he's like, he gives her a good, like, just like during the he, conversation. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. immediately yeah. starts slurring with her, he's like, You have not aged a bit, and she's like, oh, you're still looking pretty good, too. And he's like, I've been in prison for a long time. I have a lot of,
2: Energy. energy. He's <laughs> <was> literally energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, energy. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, gross. Yeah. I like the scene because I think that, that, that the subtext of the scene is that like, they went beyond the mission. They were family. They actually oh, yeah. didn't care about each other. He was attracted to Molina and her back to him of, of like, for, for all of his his good assets. And they were sisters and they, they fight like a real family. And so yeah, mm-hmm. no matter how much they want to deny it and how much they're about to deny it in this upcoming scene where they get, you know, it's it's in the subtext of it. And I think that's good. Yeah, so well, get the moment, we've yeah. had 25 movies telling us that she never had a family before. So then it does come off a little bit weird, that now she clearly does have a real family. Well, yeah. yeah but, sure. that's just, but, but, yeah, uh, that's, true. that's
1: I, true. I think that this movie is, in part, her realizing that those three years were, like – real and not like real enough that she should
0: yeah. Good yeah. care point. about that. Mean, the yeah. Cause like, I would agree with you, Tim, but this happens right before what? Civil war or happens right before. I mean, is it happens it's right when, it's in war. between civil war, the movie and civil right. war, the post credits. So it, it's conceivable that this is when she realized, like, actually, you yeah. know, I, I do have two families, which is I like mean, that, it, it is right. Because it's a choice they have to make. And that's right. what Yelena's is right. all about. Right. Like when you, when Yelena's is like, you know, uh, uh, it was real to me, and you all lied about it, right? She's not saying you lied and convinced me as a child that you are my parents, right? Because there's a photo shoot that's completely fake to fake a bunch of holidays. Like that's right. not. I don't. Maybe, maybe this. Maybe they lied to her and said it was real. But I think what she really means is. I believed, even though we were lying about who we were, that we were family. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, it would be like how we always tell, uh, right. hey, Kevin, your family here, kind of funny. And then one day we're just like, you know what, Kevin? It was all untrue. All your paychecks bounced. Ha, ha, ha. Like, that would be the, th- that would be the turn. right? Kevin, yeah, don't okay, take your they're bank. Account. They're, already, they're in my bank already in my bank account. in my bank account. But that would be the thing, right? And, like, so it's the same idea here of, like, it was real. It was real to her, damn it. You know what I mean? She is yeah. that pro wrestling guy. She bought into it being fake, but she also bought into it being real at the same time. Anyway, and that's what he's trying to convince everybody through to, to the motion picture, and eventually it will be. Anyways, uh, in the middle of all this, right, uh, they're talking back and forth about what actually is going on, and uh, the lady from the mummies like, listen, I'm, you know, been fucking training these pigs, and she's like, well, let me show you what's up, and they bring in a pig, and she's like, it's a, it's a mind control thing that you can do whatever you want to. And Send it out into the crowd and test it on people and all this other shit. And I named the pig Alexi. He's like, that's my name. He's like, Aha, ha, ha. You don't see the resemblance? And it's funny. Oh, it's funny. Uh, yeah, and she makes crazy. the pig stop breathing. And then she, you know, this is where she pisses off yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Elena because, of course, Elena's the one that was being tested on or whatever. And so I was like, oh, no, this fucking sucks. And I so, it is
2: it. was scary. It was scary, exactly. I Poor piggy. Let him breathe. Like, like I, I I really thought they were just going to let that pig fucking die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: hanging off of the pig. That made me uncomfortable you know, the us. whole time. Pig balls. Like, choose a better yeah,
0: pig, you pig know. Pig Yeah. But that was a joke. Cause it doesn't, you know, it reminds her of Alexia, right? Yeah. He's got a beard. He's ugly. And big balls hanging off of his chin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so now we get, oh, yeah. So uh, Yelena stomps off to her room mad. It was real to me, damn it. Uh, Red Guardian's like, I'll go talk to her. Uh, he goes in there, uh, uh, the woman from the mummy, and Black Widow, they go over to the bookshelf. She's like, I didn't keep anything. didn't mean anything to me. Why'd you keep this? And they, this is where they page through the photo album, right? And they're like, hey, like, you, these, I remember when we took these. We did all the fucking holidays mm-hmm. in one day. You know what I mean? I and mean, even though the prices were fake, it was still real to me, damn it. That's the whole message here, right? Give that guy a fucking paycheck. I love um, he just one, honestly, Greg, with the amount of times they literally use like, that line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then in the bedroom, uh, you know, y- Yelena over there, Red Guardian. he's trying to connect with her. She doesn't want to hear it, but eventually he starts singing uh, Bye Bye, Miss American Pie to her. Uh, and that was her song from the tape earlier, right, or whatever. That was a very sweet moment, very cute. They kind of have that thing. Uh, then we jump back over to uh, Rachel Weiss and Scarlett Johansson. And, like, you know, it feels like Black Widow finally breaks through uh, to Rachel Weiss And she's like, how did you keep your heart or whatever? And then, you know, she's just like, I had to, or whatever the fuck she says. Uh, and then she's like, man, I wish, you know, we could have done this earlier or whatever, but, like, I called them. They're going to be here in, like, ten minutes. And she's like, oh, no. And so this is now where the shit hits the fan, right? And we don't know exactly what's happening. We go back into the bedroom. This is probably where they sing the song. doesn't matter. Uh, and, uh, you know, then it's like, boom, 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 boom. there's, like, lights and, like, crazy uh, quinn jets coming in, but they're not quinn jets. Yes, Kevin Koala from Kind of Fun.
1: Uh, she answered the how do you keep your heart thing right, like. Is that where Yeah, she said.
0: Uh, I think it was I think that was the turn, was right? Where she was the like, pain?
1: like. Yeah, she the said the pain make make like pain makes
0: you stronger. And yeah. then that was the moment where was like, fuck. I
1: don't know why that moment hit real hard. When I saw I that, and I was like, oh shit, that's so cool. Yeah, that,
0: was that, was that was a good moment. So, uh yeah, lights it up the entire house, right? Uh, Red Guardian looks out the window. He's like, "It's time for a fight." Or whatever. And they shoot him with one dart, and he's like, "Ha ha!" They thought, and then like fifteen <laughs> more darts come in, and he straight. topples over. Like, that's fucking
2: great, right? Very, very, like it was a very Jim Carrey style comedy. Movie. So worked, worked uh, totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. free was uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah,
0: they come in and invade, right? And. Uh, they zap Elena, and she goes down. And then Scarlett Johansson's already down. And then Rachel Weisz is like, "We did it. Let's go. Let's go to the Red Room." And so they pile into a plane, and they're flying. And the Red Guardian wakes up, and he's like, "Rachel Weisz from The Mummy." why are you doing this or whatever? Mm -hmm. it was always a fucking mission. This is why they couldn't find it, where it's not on the ground, it's in the sky. It's It's above Ohio. Ohio.
3: Yeah, it's like a
2: Columbia city. here above the radar.
3: (laughs) Above the radar. (laughs) Dude, really
2: cool. Like, that's such a cool Metal Gear Solid style moment. I loved that shit. That was dope as hell.
0: Yo, good call, Andy. Like, this movie had multiple moments. I I hope we get a good Metal Gear movie one day. Like, even just the the Arctic outfit she has, the white version for a while. That is is just fucking... That is the most fucking Batman-ass shit ever, where he's like, I'm going to the fucking Arctic. I get the bat, the white bat costume out. I loved it so much that she pulled it out. Also, shout out to them, because like, I was a little like, huh, it's interesting they're going to end Black Widow's career in a, a different outfit. No, and, no, like them doing the out. face mask thing to so cool. her end up in the black widow. But I'm like, yo, that was actually that really was, good. Yeah, that I love smart. it.
1: Every time we have a big Black Widow moment, she has the mask thing on.
2: Like, I feel yeah. like every big
1: moment, always like,
2: hmm. You mentioned, uh, the, you know, the white costume and all that sort of reminding you of MGS. When they are walking by all of the Black Widows training yeah. uh, with the guns, oh, it, me, it, reminds me of, it reminds me of just every time, yeah, Kojima awesome. does one of his, like, really shaky cam-type animated yeah, yeah. moments and, like, all the soldiers on the floor. It. Oh, it's so cool, dude. Ah, I love Metal Gear song. Oh, you're great. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, everything you just said happens, right? We're on. We're in the red room now. Rachel Weiss is like high-fiving people in the hallway, nodding at the other widow, Like I fucking crush this. I'm the king. You know what I mean? And so, uh, she walks into uh, uh, uh Draco Malfoy's room, and he, he like or it was mentioned way earlier. What an actor this guy is. You know what I mean? Just fucking crushing him. Give me. I wish I would have had more of this guy in this motion picture. This is great. You ever watched The Departed, Greg? If you do watch the party, yeah. yeah I right, got yeah. distracted by Alc Baldwin being sweaty and bumping into things. He keeps bumping oh, yeah. into everything. I don't wanted don't you to be on my side. Yeah, don't, don't be no. No.
3: on this. Look, Look at, at your house all along. I don't, don't remember the party
0: well, but I remember enjoying it at the I'm time. He's pulling his pants up. keeps right. bumping into the side of the cargo um, container. So, yeah, multiple planes of action, right? Uh, the Guardian's thrown in a cell downstairs. Uh 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 yeah yelena's getting uh the old magic marker to her head. They're gonna go in there and do brain surgery on her. This is Draco Malfoy talks a little bit about this up there. Um Carla Johansson, you think, is down next to uh, uh, uh Red Guardian, but it turned out it won't be her. Because up there, right, uh they start sounding off uh in yelling at each other Draco Malfoy and uh Rachel Weiss from the Mummy, and eventually uh, he, he's like, hey, if you raised the child from birth or some shit, you look in her eyes, you would know that who it is. And so he goes to touch her, and then she stops her, and then she, he touch, peels it off, and it was, oh man, it was Scarlett Johansson, it was the Black Widow all along, right? Uh-oh. And so like, he's like, what was your fucking plan? You're gonna come up here and kill me or whatever? Like, why don't go ahead right now or whatever? And she busts out the gun, she can't pull the trigger, and he takes the gun, and she busts out the knife, or he gives her the knife or whatever, and then she can't stab him with the knife. She's like, what's going on? And he's like, I got pheromones, baby, wish- and this is very Metal Gear, right? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: But I wish this was a little bit more like, no, you've been conditioned since a child not to hurt me or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to talk to you. It's I thought a, that's what we were going to end up with. We had a little – suddenly a moment weird. of uh, happening was going on. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Remember the this movie that happened? Yeah, this was
2: – Suicide? Oh, yeah.
1: Pheromones? Yeah. Like, I It's really sad.
2: This is work. This is where I expected, like, the pheromones. You, if you smell me, you fucking can't do it. And then, all right, well, I'll break my nose. Oh, yeah, well, my backup plan is if you're looking at me, you can't kill me. Like, I just, like, <laughs> like I just, <necessarily> like, <laughs> the dumb shit to happen.
0: Yeah, it was dumb, and I, and I feel like it could have given her sister and or and or Molina something more important to do while she was monologuing with him, right? Like, hey, you have to get to the machine that shuts off a thing that deconditions my brain that will allow me to kill this guy. We have to work together so Instead of having the two planes of action be, Melina kind of slowly walks through the giant fan room and then shoots a grenade up to it. And granted, I laughed out loud when they just had that random insert shot of her clearly on a green screen where is like, okay, we got to keep moving here and just does it very casually. Um, but it, her having to snap her own nose, I'm like, I don't know if that's how that works, but cool. It's cool enough, right? Um, it was more the thing of this is your plan. Like, how do you know they're not going to, you know, Bop Elena way quicker, like you know what I mean. We're not communicating with you that much, man. Anyways, uh, so uh, wait, we some like weird, weird flashbacks a... here to when they're developing what... the plan. Yeah, Capodian. You...
1: One more thing about the when it's revealed that Yelena has an ear piece in her ear, and like all three of them are talking, and oh, then right. uh, the Dynamo is like, "Oh wait, hold on, <laughs> let me talk to you guys with mine." And it's like he doesn't have one. It was, no, that was, the humor on
2: that was <laughs> a ten out of ten. <laughs>
0: I like that a lot, too. Yeah, I like this
2: whole section where him trying to convince
0: stuff. That was great. But this whole moment with, like, all the pheromones, everything we're talking about, but, like, her breaking her nose and all of it, like, this to me was another moment where I'm like, oh, you think you're Mission Impossible right now, and you're not. Like, you're just
2: not on that level at all. They
0: fucking nail it. They are so clever with what they're doing, and it always, when things happen, you're like, fuck, that was cool, and I never saw it coming. With this, it's like, what just happened? It's yeah. a little weird. It's weird. So, it's like okay, I, I guess yeah. it makes sense, but it's not that
1: cool. Right before yeah. she Obviously. breaks her nose, it's like it's a like one shot of her face, like her talking to him, and it kind of looks like she's got a little bit of blood uh, right on her nostril. And I thought it was going to be revealed that they had already gone in there and like cut something,
0: surgically so, like, done something. So she yeah, was, like well, I mean, and, it's, like. You got a little time. Can we come up with a different plan that doesn't involve me slamming my face onto the desk in front of this guy? I thought I was it was going to be like was that he would do it, but he the, like a whoo. Because the that other thing was this work. that like she has that great classic Scarlet or, or, or Black Widow moment where she's singing. Vulnerabilities that he'll tell her the entire Thank you for cooperation. and then she says, "Thank you for your cooperation." Right? So I thought it was gonna be like, "I'm like, what is the reveal gonna be here?" Like, it's just, yep. and it wasn't. It just kind of wasn't that great. I thought the reveal, but, yeah, was gonna be that they'd already done it and that she, yeah. like, you know, she couldn't shoot even if she wanted to, but she was just faking it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Puts a couple of his fucking thighs, watches them bleed out, watches the light from his eyes just yeah. fucking disappear.
2: Because that's like the moment where they're trying to get Robert Redford to say the whole plan, and then yeah. he reveals, "Hey, I'm Scarlet Widow. You just display. You just talk to everybody here on this raft or whatever." That's yeah, really I, I wanted that to be a cool moment. It just yeah. was not. Just didn't work. Instead, yeah, all that stuff we just talked about happens.
0: Uh 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 you know, they reveal, they do the thing, a lot of flashbacks to why they did it and how they did it, and then, uh, you know, a lot of yelling at the guy who's a good actor, and then the guy who's a good actor reveals Taskmaster is his daughter, and then he's like, you didn't go away. also, did anybody care about, like, the whole, like, what was my, mo- this whole turn for Scarlett, uh, uh, God damn it, Scarlett Johansson's uh, or Black Widow's mom of, like, Rachel I wasn't, I wasn't, I was taken, yeah, but she always came back for you. What was her name? Unknown. Like, why do we put this in here? Oh, her her mom, got it. No, I think it's a closure. Yeah, yeah. closure for her. Sucked. she's buried How under a tree with pink lilies. I was like, oh, we're going to get there by the end of the movie. No, okay. Whatever.
2: I think it was just, like, to dig the knife deeper, I thought. I thought it was just one of those moments where, like, you know, like in The Last Jedi, who's your family? You know, if you don't have a family or whatever. I thought Why? this was just... Him being a, a dick palpity. or whatever. It was her pet. It was her pet. Yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> yes, was her pet. Thing. Yeah.
3: Fuck you, last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I,
2: I really think that was just him wanting to be as evil as possible. You know, like here I am kind of finally going to tell you, nope, tricked your ass. I'm a great actor. My name is Ray Winston. What's his name? Is,
3: what <laughs> is My is name man? is this. What's his name? <laughs> Oh my god.
0: Anyway, show. everything we've just said has happened, right? She breaks her nose, uh, that gets her free. Uh meanwhile, Taskmaster is fighting uh Red Guardian. Meanwhile Elena is on the prom oh, beating people up. Mark
1: Freeman in the chat says, uh, Red Skull says her name. Yeah. Remember?
0: Her and father's name, remember? Or, uh, yeah.
1: Father and mother, no? No?
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, know, yeah. But isn't it that she calls out her father's name, right? Oh, that guy knew your daddy's name, Big D. <laughs> that guy knew your ba- daddy didn't do that. She's like, I didn't. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> you're right. I, I didn't actually. That's, that's, that's no, yeah, that's
3: cool.
1: kind of cool, yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah, it sucks that – I don't know either of their names. doesn't matter. Uh, they're fighting. Fucking fighting. Rachel Weiss is trying to fucking take off the engines, Uh, you know – old departed actor guy, he's like, not the chance, man. Like, I fucking planned for this, too. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop. And he does his little shit with his fucking thing, and he shows his giant web of it, and nothing's crashing, nothing's doing this, and does all this. All right, cool. And this is where she breaks her nose so she can fuck his shit up. And so then uh, he calls in the widows, right? And, like, uh, they're all over the place, and they're like, listen. He like, he's, like, like, leaving. He's like, uh, kill her and make it painful, or torture, or something like that. Make her suffer, something like that. Um. Uh, yeah. Taskmaster is beating the shit out of Red. Red Guardian. Uh, Rachel White still. Tr- no. She crawls into a heating vent or some kind of vent at that point. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Vents always um, to the w- get in the movie. See. Mm-hmm, oh, yeah. Huge too. And so yeah, that's what happens, right? Yes. Yeah. So they all come in and they start beating the shit out of Black Widow, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elena gets there. She throws the bomb with the red stuff, clears all their minds. What should what we do? Whatever you want, you free or whatever. Um, Rachel wife from the Mummy, she is like, well, I gotta take this thing off, uh, you know, uh, line myself these engines. She, they surround her. And they're like, it's something they do some kind of superheroy talk here, right? Where it's like. Put your hands up, put the thing up, or whatever. And she, she's he, like, just yes what I was thinking. She, all the shit falls into the the turbines. The turbines done. the thing starts falling. Everything's going to hell. Everything's breaking down. Uh, everything starts running. Um, they, you know, Red Guardy and uh, Taskmaster breaks away. This is it's a lot of action here. This is the action so cool.
2: Yeah. Like, holy shit! Oh wait. Actually, I kind of spaced out. Are we yeah, we no, You're, you're jumping
1: forward. This is like uh-huh. Taskmaster goes after uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, and then the Red Guardian at that moment fights her, but we don't see any of the fight. They, like, cut away after one push, and then okay. it cuts back, and he's, like, kind of getting beaten up, I think.
2: He's getting his ass whooped. down. Yeah. Yeah. Taskmaster gets shoved in the cell at some point.
1: Yeah, and they close the door on him. Rachel Wise locks him in. Rachel Wise Okay.
0: And so Rachel and uh Red Guardian, they get in a plane. She's like and he's like, Where are the girls? She's like, I don't know. The everything falls, the plane falls, but like it's a control. Um, then you got you got uh, people flying through the air, then yeah, yeah everything's falling out, people like, are falling plane, all over the right? place. Huh?
1: The, the some random guard like goes to attack them, they beat the guard, but his body Oh like, but he takes, takes off the tail. back thing
0: and they spin. Yeah, yeah they spin which, out, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was to take them out of commission so they couldn't like sure. rescue the girls. God, right, um, and then we get uh, and Pugh, Natasha right? runs into Natasha. What's that her name?
0: Francis Pugh. Good old well, Francis few
1: It looks enough. First
2: letter, same, yeah,
1: yeah. But like that's where she does the pokey thing in the the bad guys ship, which not is like, like this is right? a dope way to die. It's like it is, but you're not dying today, my guy.
0: Right, before then, though, Natasha gets Taskmaster out, says we're in a fight, but we don't have to fight kind of thing, but they have to fight eventually. Uh, But they get separated before they can actually fight. Then, yeah, she runs over and sees uh, Draco Malfoy about to leave. So Yelena does the thing of, like, this is a cool way to die. Shoves it in there, gets one back, don't do it, don't do it. Uh, Natasha grabs the parachute that was conveniently placed. She jumps out, she flies down, she grabs her, puts her in the parachute. Uh, While they're parachuting down together, that's when Taskmaster starts beelining for them with sword drawn.
1: It, it was loosely um, placed, but it was also in like a plane that she jumps through. Like I, I don't know if it was convenient, play, was so the, that's why they keep. Parachutes.
0: I mean, it's on an air thing. I mean, it, I, I, it makes sense why there's a parachute around. I do know. Um. Yeah. Now they're flying. This is where we get them fighting on the on the side, right? Andy, is what you want to talk
2: about? Or like on like? I I mean, it's just shooting. it's just it's just so dope because I love this whole sort yeah. of free fall. We are trying. We're worried about. Is she going to get to Florence Pew in time? This is, like, really nerve-wracking. Holy shit. She just went for it, grabs her, and they turn back, and Taskmaster is just a master of her task. And is just <laughs> staying on it, and is like, look, I'm still on the clock, dog. I'm still on the fucking clock. I'm getting paid for this, so I'm still coming after you. And it is horrifying. It's similar to, like... In any of the Jason fucking Reddit Thirteenth movies where they're they're still coming after you and just seeing Taskmaster just diving through like, all right, here we go. And you get that dope-ass platform moment, sticking the the blade in the platform and kicking her off. Like, it's just – I needed this to be longer because it was so fucking cool on a big screen with Mm -hmm. all of the sound just going buck wild. It was an absolute blast to watch. Uh,
1: In in that fall, a moment that I really liked was – like she puts the harness and parachute on her sister, and then yeah. looks back and realizes, oh, fucking Taskmaster is coming, and he's coming for me, or she's coming for me. So kicks Puses her, her off, off and pulls the yeah. thing, and is like, "All right, she's you're gonna cool. land hopefully safe, and I'm gonna just free fall and get rid of Taskmaster as an issue." She's and like, she's like cool. "Don't worry,
2: I'll land on the hood of a car. I'll land on the hood of a car. I'll be fine."
0: Luckily. Taskmaster's daddy built in a parachute just like Tony Stark built into Spider-Man's outfit, so he's fine. He, that's how they get to the ground. They brawl for a while. Uh, eventually uh, she won't, Natasha won't fight back. She's not actually he's putting up her hands, but it doesn't work. But she's yep. able to do some quick Sick Hurricane Ranas and open up Taskmaster's helmet, and then uh, she gets one of the red vials out. And then when Taskmaster's coming in for the kill, she does a superhero landing pose, smashes it. Taskmaster smells it and is like, "Oh!" And she comes back and she's like, "Is he stopped or whatever?" Um, real quick, I want to point this out too. Over in the live chat, Arturo182 confirms what I was saying. Natasha, daughter of Ivan, Clint, son of Edith. So he doesn't—he doesn't, he doesn't name her mom. He only—he only, he only names the dad. We're that, that talking about
1: stupid. But the universe is exactly
0: make super stupid i was right every time um so now that that's cleaned up uh the other the rest of the family lands, and they're like hey good job you know taking on taskmaster uh, and she's like, Pretty yeah, good? don't worry about it. I called, uh, you know, William Hurt, called his ass over here so he could, you know, uh, do all this and take no the No reason to do that. that. the original plan. I feel like no that reason to do that, plan. you know what I mean? Well, remember, that was the original plan, right? Yeah. They were going to take the things offline, bring it down, and then he would come and then he would stop the Red Room. The Red Room would be stopped forever. Right. See, Kevin, sometimes it's about sacrificing for something larger than they that.
1: they blew up the Red Room, so they stopped it. I mean, they had
0: to, they had to you know, the plan had to change. The plan had Should've to change. A back on, plan on a is all I'm
1: saying. Should have been a backup plan.
0: Hey man, all of us to to then we'll get our hands out of our asses. Right now. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> you know, real talk though, this is the point of the movie, really, it's like the action scene before it, I'm with Andy, I wish we got more because it was a cool setup, but it kind of didn't deliver what I wanted, I wanted more. But it's around here where it's kind of just, they were like, alright, where did the pieces fall after this mm-hmm. giant fall? Yep. Uh, how do we pick them up together to end the movie? And like, that kind of sucks. So the family comes back together and this is where, you know, uh Natasha tells uh Yelena, uh, hey, you know, I I it was real to me too. We are a family or whatever, right? And then mom and dad show up and you know, you tried a million times, she's like, Yes, I'm gonna stay at Red Guard and he's like, I'll only mess it up they all hold, he holds hands with Natasha, then Shield shows up and he's like, or whatever, The William Hurt shows up and, you know, she's like, you guys get out of here, I'll take it. And like, no, you'll go to jail, the Sokovia Accords, right? There was a whole song about it. And she's like, no, don't worry about it, like, I'm cool and it's about something bigger than me, so you get out of here, family, you guys go be family on the run and I got this shit or whatever. She's like, I got another family and if I could if I could save this family, maybe I can save up that other family, That they're, they're fucked up too. And Yelena's like, yeah, you know what? You could, but my vest still helps. It's got so many pockets. And he, she gives her the vest. And I love that. I thought it was hilarious. funny. I also, I also want to give a shout out to the funniest part of this whole movie, the best comedic beat, where she goes, "How are you two doing?" And Melina is clearly injured, and she goes, "I am clearly injured." <laughs>
1: <laughs> her delivery is no Rachel
0: so <laughs> good. I am clearly
1: Rachel injured. Rachel Weisz,
0: national treasure. We got to, we got to, we got to make her one of ours. We Another can't. do UK people have too many good people. That's Daniel Craig
1: name. also British. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow. So as William Hurt and his SUVs drive 19 miles across this football field, the Black Widows land, and they're like, "Hey, do you guys want to come with us?" And the they're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a we'll great idea." you speak
2: English. I don't know what you're saying. Sorry. Did, did you all get that same vibe? I had that same vibe. I had that vibe. Like even when they're back mm-hmm. on the re- when they're back in the red room and they're I like, speak English." What? What?
1: They all speak English.
2: Yeah, but like it was just funny for them to like speak in Russian and Natasha to be like, Go where your fucking heart leads you or whatever and be like, mm-hmm. What the fuck does she say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta... <Yeah. laughs> Uh, then where, So, yeah, she apparently
0: gets apprehended by William Hurt, but guess what? Ain't no thing for Natasha Romanoff. She's out in two weeks, and it's her meeting back up with Handmaid's Tale guy, who's British. And uh, she's got blonde hair now, and she wears the vest, and this is her uh, Infinity War outfit, right, that I totally forgot about until we talked about it in this interview. And then she's like, there's a plane that, a See, plane that all the guys are totally sucks. What? sucks. What? you. I mean, a steward of in-review, a steward of the plot of so the Marvel the Cinematic Universe. And it's like... Even this whole thing, it took you till this moment. They beat you over the head and you still well, not didn't get this it. this moment. Earlier in the review when you guys mentioned it. But, yeah. Well, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. When you watched the movie, you didn't get it. No, and when this moment happened and, and she passed it off, Jen's like, oh, is this the best we're supposed to remember from the other movies? And I'm like, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I I the didn't, same I, thing. Yeah. I never got the vest thing as, as being as... Relevant or important, like emotionally, as the dice from, from Last Jedi. Like, I that that felt like they were trying to make that a thing. This just felt like a cute little like Easter egg. Like, ah, we don't need to make this a thing, but we're gonna what make a thing. Literally, like, there are multiple lines of dialogue throughout this movie about the vest. Granted, yeah, a it's dialogue. a joke, but no, like, but but Scarlet doesn't like the vest. That's but she why wears it in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah she wears it like, for the she, whole movie. Yeah, because she, her sister gave it to her, and that's what makes it. This movie awesome was written important. that way to make that happen. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they're trying to be like, by the way, like this vest is going to be. It's, I, 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 didn't, I thought I, it was. I think it was. To me, it was not as important as you guys are all making it out to me. I thought it was just a fun like goof, like a joke, like all the best the, the dice. Like it's the same thing. The dice had zero and setup, strong. and they fucking literally put it in the hands of Leia before he
2: died, and they were like, this is the thing. They like, a, thing. Make, a thing, and people were like, it's not a thing, it's not a thing. I'm with Tim on this. I thought just in those initial sequences that it was just a funny goof, and then at the end went, Oh, that, oh, okay. See, to me,
0: I don't think it was, I don't oh, think they meant it as people are going to really dig this vest. I think they were just like, it'll be a funny through line between these yep. that tie these two movies together. Yeah. That's awesome. I think you guys are reading way too much into this vest yeah, sequence. Exactly. I think it's it's totally something that you would do where you're like, you hate this thing that your brother has, and then eventually because you guys bonded that one fucking weekend, you're like, you know what, I'm going to wear the Metallica t-shirt. I don't like the Metallica t-shirt, but I'm going to wear the Metallica t-shirt and it takes on a film it, special movie. It's Kevin thing. and Spencer with the Death Angel shirt. Exactly, Andy. Uncle, my uncle, Paul. Kim, right? imagine if a Death Angel shirt had a lot of pockets and was just a little too big. <laughs> if the vest have existed yes. before, it would have made sense. But, like, for a movie that they literally just made to fit in a hole before the next sequence, which is Infinity War, where she wears this vest for the first time, it's like, like, all right, it's just like the dice, where we never saw them in the old movies, and then all of a sudden, they're here.
1: But, like, the thing is, the dice is put, like, in your face. Like, Nick is right. Like yeah, they I like the vest. I was like, "Oh,
0: look! I bought a vest okay. for the first no, no, time, and I'm gonna make so jokes." Like, about I've been it. quiet it's about really this. Fine. I've been quiet about this. May I have the four? All right. That wasn't the done, vest Jake. thing again. It happens here, and Jen's like, "Oh, this is." Did she wear this? And the other and I'm thinking of Endgame, and I'm like, uh, "I don't." Anyway, to sit here and say the vest is not put in your face. I cannot abide by this. I'm with Tim on this 100%. I don't. Where there's no it's got so many pockets. Pockets you don't know about, where I was like, oh, that's going to be important later. No, it's not. Yeah, they were the just like, joking around because she was like, it's an ugly fucking vest. Oh, and was I like know it's a lot. Nick. I'm saying, as a person who didn't remember the vest being in Infinity War, when you say that, I'm like, oh, that's going to be See a that? plot point. <laughs> not that, oh, this is just a reference to the fucking vest that's going to be in the next movie. Bro.
1: Like, that's the thing. Like, Andy I, Cortez, I, I I'm sorry,
0: Professor Andy Cortez but you here. You cut little... me
1: off earlier, Greg. You cut me off earlier. Yeah, you all
0: the time. Yes, yes,
2: Put Give on my side, so let him talk. Enough with the discourse. Nick, it's okay that the James Bond car got upgrades, okay? It's okay that the Aston Martin had a rocket launcher installed, though, right? You don't have to worry about it that Show much.
0: Show me one I, other movie in the James Bond franchises where, if, where that would make sense in it. Everything is so grounded, and all of a sudden, you know what? I don't care. I don't care anymore about this.
1: <laughs> I, know, I, I, <laughs> I mean, a laser shoots out of the sky in one of those movies.
0: That is that is not the Daniel Craig Bond franchise. That is the Craig. That is the Pierce Brosnan Bond franchise, and that's where they had an invisible Better card. All I'm saying is, like, <laughs> I think that I think they wanted the dice to be like a very much an emotional beat, and in this, I don't think that's what they were going for. I think it was more of a joke. Yeah. That that was like, hey, by the way, it's a fun Easter egg that's going to be put through. I don't well, think she they meant to because they're sisters, and she's like, I love you. That's why she wears it to <laughs> continue in yeah, it was it an so it's an emotional fun. beat? Fun. The dice are supposed to be like dramatic. dramatic. I saw this whole like thing, guys. That this works better than Star Wars. I don't, I don't. I don't think they meant for it to be like when the Star Wars people wrote that dice in there. They were trying to make something like thematically important to the overarching yeah. series of all the 100%. fucking Star Wars. The this Star they were like, terrible this will be a, this will be a funny little Easter egg for everyone, and no one will I ever think about it. this ever again. I feel like I me and Sam are on crazy pills. All right, the definition of an Easter egg is the Thanos copter in the back, and Loki doesn't stop and go. Why is this Thanos copter here? This is <laughs> weird. Not, all, right, not, all right, back to the plot. I'm I'm not argue, we're not arguing Easter, anything. Uh, the fact that it, yeah, it's more prevalent than, than a Thanos copter. Kevin and I are arguing that this is an insignificant thing overall oh, yeah, in the movie. A it's it's a moment it's no. where there's an entirety of her with long this. hair and the vest walking to signify she is now real sisters with Yelena. And they have that moment in no, this that movie signify, to signify. Uh, oh,
1: this is what she was I wearing
0: in I think that when they when when they wanted to signify kind of that they're real sad. sisters, it's literally the part where they said, "You know what? We're really fucking sisters." It's the vest is just a silly, just a thing. I don't, it's You guys a are fun, it's a fun audience. thing that makes them done. more connected.
1: Yeah. It's a fun yeah, thing that makes more connected. That I think is well done. Unlike Tim, who says he's equal to Star Wars thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tim loves the last <laughs> So she, t- she calls fucking Ham May's Tale husband a friend, and like she gets a in hair. a cool jet, and she's going to go break some guys out of prison, which, of course, is the Easter egg we have. So she's going to pick up Steve, and they're going to go save uh, Scott and Anthony Mackie and Bucky uh, from the raft or whatever, and that's fun. That's cool. Ooh, oh, I man. love this fucking podcast. I'm going to be late to a fight because I need to argue with Tim over the thematic <laughs> importance of a fucking vest that I will never the think about again. Just speak for themselves. That's yeah, all. They're going to be 50-50 and they're going to your okay. down there. <laughs> <laughs> Credits roll, and we sit for a long time before we get the post credit scene, which is, of course, Elena tending to uh, uh, Black Widow's grave, which has a whole bunch of stuff on it, and then she does the whistle, and you, you hold out hope. Is it going to be a whistle? And instead it's a nose blow, which I thought was going to be Red Guardian because I forgot about the Julia Louise dreyfus news from years ago or whatever, and it's instead her, and she comes up, and she's like, I thought it was going to be a list, and do you want to join whatever they're calling the initiative or whatever. But instead, she's already part of the she's initiative. She's already in. And she's got a mission for her. Why don't you go kill the man who's responsible for your uh, sister's death, who just so happens to be Hawkeye. Or. 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 Make or him wear the vest. She 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 make more than that. She
1: going to make more She your next target.
0: Ooh, you think you're so, bringing him in? I, I'm just saying, watching that, the way they did it and the way they showed it, they're mm-hmm. clearly getting a team of assassins together. Right, yeah. they're killing people that can covertly kill, and we see Hawkeye in his Ronin outfit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, just saying, maybe it's another recruit for the team they're trying to get. What do you know? Uh, I, I know we talked about this during Falcon this and Winter I'm sorry, I don't remember what. What is the team she would be recruiting for? So that's where this gets interesting on MCU theory shit, where it's like, uh, it's not clearly the Thunderbolts, it's not clearly the Dark Avengers, but it's
2: some type of MCU version of the two of those things that they're building towards. Kev- and I'm so. Kevin and I had the discussion right when the movie ended of, because um, we're standing there with, with Paula and we are explaining to Paula how when Julia Louis-Dreyfus pops up in Falcon Winter Soldier, all of us yes. are confused. What the hell? Why is uh, Why is Elaine here? This makes no sense. And then you read, you find out later on, oh, gotcha. They, they This was supposed to come out after fucking uh, Black Widow, right. this makes a lot of sense. We're missing a lot of context. Right. And in this movie, it's equally <laughs> or less amount of context. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally the same. the same. Yeah. Like, I thought when people said that she popped up in Black Widow that it was going to be a lot more prevalent of a role, and we were going to get more backstory so that when it pops up with Haku Winter Soldier, everybody goes, oh, no That's wonder we're losing – we're missing a lot of information here. But we <laughs> still we felt like got, I was missing a lot of information. We already
1: got the Nick Fury thing where he pops up and he's like, I'm building a team, yeah. you know? So, like, that's yeah. what it is. We don't need any more. Like, I, I don't totally. think it was – I didn't think it was too jarring when it happened for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it makes sense for this too. I liked it. I'm all in. I want to lane in. I thought, it was, I thought it was really
2: jarring in Falcon and Winter Soldier until we got the reasoning, and then you go, oh, that makes sense. But it was just funny comparing and contrasting the two different things where when it happens here, you go, oh, shit, never mind. I thought this was going to have way more yeah, contact. You thought,
0: you thought she was going to, like, at least have, like, a ten-minute scene where they tell you who she is yeah, and what she's <laughs> doing. But if this, it's the exact same yeah. thing. You're like, right. okay. You did Gray Greg Paul asleep? No, I'm here, man. <laughs> <Five> <laughs> 30, I can look for a goddamn beer instead of arguing <laughs> about fucking vests and Julia Louise dresses. Greg, Greg, you're on the wrong side of vest history. You're on the yeah, wrong side really of it.
1: Sad. Oh no! A fun, it's the it's a comments fun
0: will it. prove Tim and I right. Don't worry it about the that. The comments uh, never we'll... proved
1: anything right.
0: Yeah. The worst part is I started this podcast saying I like it in the MCU and it works. I don't understand
1: why you understand the other it's ones better is. though.
0: Greg, Greg just hit a gong? What the fuck was that? <laughs> did you, know, I, did you, you see on of the jocko in it? Oh, okay. Let's move on from the vats. It doesn't matter. Where are we at, right? We're Do done. You? The movie's done. We, we did it. The movie's recapped.
1: The movie's recapped. Whatever it's called. Do we get any abs in this one? No, You're I don't. Know. Know. High You're on hike show. Wait, wait.
2: Are we doing. Are we doing Haiku, Haiku, whatever you have available. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the person last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
0: This episode has so many amazing moments, but I think one of my favorites was Andy doing the song, and because of Discord, timing's off. But Greg, with his hair how it is, with his glasses on, just... Hell off beat. feet. <laughs> 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 Definitely deserves a award. Right up against the wall right now. Let's <laughs> just give him some space. you yeah, 30 go. in the morning. Patriots.com <laughs> <laughs> so slash kind of funny. We don't need an airport. To write in your reviews in haiku form, just like Samuel Griffin did. Black Widow has no superpowers, but she can really take a punch. Hmm. You know what? I'm not trying to talk shit about haiku reviews, but, like, this sounds, like not hi- a, this sounds some bullshit. This is some bullshit. You're playing with the, the format a little too much there. It does Dear Madame Hydra, leave my boy Hawkeye alone. Sincerely, screw you. Mm-hmm. Carter says, her sister, she mocks. A gross shiver as she walks. the vibe rocks. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do like her vibe. I do like her vibe. Love her. Uh, Brandon Monforte says, my favorite part, your ledgers are gushing red. I'm so proud of you. It was a good part. That's this is one of those thinking.
2: moments, Tim, where I'm like, I didn't understand, uh, because since I didn't watch Hereditary, no, wait, is that the movie? With Florence Midsummer? Midsummer. Midsummer. Since yeah. I didn't watch Midsummer. I didn't understand why everybody's all gugu gaga over Florence Pugh. Now I get it. She's amazing. I have the That's biggest great. crush on her. I want her to have every role in fucking history. She's um she's awesome. She's great not fan. just that, man. Dude,
0: look her up. She's in every movie I've ever seen her in. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yep. check it out. I don't want to Yeah, uh, doesn't don't watch it. for Haiku Review. Literally just writes, It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And a Miscellaneous, of course, writes in with a plot and haiku. The escape by plane, and though young Nat's eyes show pain,
2: she resists in vain. Shout out to mm. using all
0: seven syllables from one-syllable words. Mm. I don't think that's ever been done in the history of this show. Wow. <laughs> Plan change to the flash. Secret weapon kicking ass. Master of its task. Oh, shit. Bit of sibling strife. Then they're running for their life with foes. Streets are rife. Yelena strikes pose. Nat just broke her own damn nose. He did it again. He did it again. What silver was the entire way through? Holy shit. With foes. Streets. Nope. <laughs> Hold on. Let me read that one again. Yelena strikes pose. Nat just broke her own damn nose. Oh, shit. The widows. King what? has been uncrowned. Bring the red room to the ground. We're both upside down. This might God be the damn. best miscellaneous one yet. Holy oh, shit. shit, that was fantastic! Uh, that's all we got. That's all we got. Ragga Baggot time.
2: Do do do
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a podcast oh, no. within a podcast we call, we call... Ragu Mangu: Rad guys talk, bad guys, where we rank all of the villains in the MCU universe. and <laughs> Just for shits and giggles, we also include a whole bunch of people from X-Men and the vision from Solo. So currently, the list looks like this. There have been 38 villains who have graced our stage. Yes. We will start with the worst. Jessica Chastain is at 38 alongside the Zelda Mummies. 37 is Dr. Reyes and the New Mutants. Number 36 is These Fucks and Thor 2. Number 35 is These Ducks from Wolverine. Number 34 is Abomination. Number 33 is Apocalypse. Duh. Number 32 is Doesn't Matter, Deadpool 2. 31 is Ronan's Guardians. Uh, 30 is Cross from Ant-Man. Number 29 is That Lady from Ghost. Uh, number 28 is Magneto slash Phoenix in X3. Number 27 is Flash Smashers slash John Walker from Cap WS uh, number 26 is Loki from Thor number 25 is Obadiah number 24 is Mandarin slash Aldrich number 23 is The Vision from Solo number 22 is Mask slash Dormammu number 21 is Magneto dash Brotherhood number 20 is The Dink sent dash Sentinels. number 19 is Rockwell slash Mickey Number 18 is Red Skull. Number 17 is Francis, Angel, Deadpool. Number 16 is Kree Jude Lab. Number 15 is Ultron, Ultron. Number 14 is Hydra, Captain Wee. Uh, number 13 is Striker. Number 12 is Pierce Logan, X-24. Number 11 is Baconator, First Class. Number 10 is Mysterious from Far f- Far From Home. Uh, number 9 is Ego, Guardians 2. Number 8 is Hell slash Grandmaster. Thor, rag. Number seven is Loki in Avengers. Number six is Wanda, Agatha Hawkkey. Number five is Thanos, Endgame. Number four is Bacon Guy, Civil War. Number three is MBJ, Black Panther. Number two is the Vulture, and number one is Thanos, AIW. Where does our cast, our motley crew, want to rank? Uh, Draco Malfoy and uh, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. I want to say number twenty. One. Four, I want to say what, which is right above Obadiah's stand. No, number twenty-four would, uh, yeah, put them now above Mandrich slash Aldrich. Obadiah is one below that. Uh, and 20, 25 Andrew's you'd be above Obadiah and in, uh, in, in below Mandrich slash Aldrich. Above, okay. above them. So twenty. Yeah, but because does it help? Can I make a case for Obadiah going slightly higher only because he goes? <laughs> you could. Yeah. Honestly, because I think that this movie does a very good job of delivering a plot for the bad guys that works all the way through. It's just not interesting. Yep. And they have such a compelling villain with Taskmaster, and then it just falls flat and don't really use it at all. So with that, I'll put it around that area. See, I think I think that's a great area to start. I think Obadiah is slightly more compelling only because he's a, he turns heel halfway through. I think the the issue with Obadiah as a bad guy wasn't that he was necessarily a bad guy, it was just the movie was missing a third act and he didn't really get a chance to like do more bad guy stuff. But I mean come on. I like Obadiah put, more than the I do too. I think he's a lot more memorable.
2: I, now, now
0: we're saying he's I is put he's him more memorable than Loki and Thor. No. Now again, Loki makes many many appearances here, so we don't have to get crazy. Yeah, Loki well, and Thor why. is not that
2: interesting.
3: Glorious purpose, Tim.
2: Because the thing That's is, I you. the thing is, I really love the performance from Draco Malfoy. I think he's an yeah, amazing he actor. Good. I think ta- Taskmaster, uh, Taskmaster was such a force and cool. was scary, and you sort of feared for whatever they were taking on, but. Um, just, yeah, not, not super compelling. I needed some really sort of clever bullshit, I and the clever bullshit that we got was the pheromones thing, and it was just kind of lame.
0: You know what, Tim, you drive a good point. A Loki and Thor are not that compelling. I put them above that.
2: You put them above that, so you want Obadiah,
0: Taskmaster, uh, Draco Malfoy, Loki Thor. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with right. that. Have right. that? Cool. That means cool. Uncle Daddy. that Draco Malfoy and just Malfoy <laughs> uh, are going in at 26, number 26. Cool. Sorry, where's Loki and Thor? Loki and Thor are below at 27, 25 cool. is Obadiah. Cool, cool. cool. The above-below got a little confusing. Remember, yeah, everybody, I mean, I if you are new to the show, uh, whatever my phone auto-corrects to that's just what it is. So, Draco Malfoy went in as Franco Mallory. So, I will need people yeah. to remind me of that in about three years. All right, why the <laughs> no. fuck I'm calling somebody Franco Mallory slash Taskmaster. We're doing that next it. week. Just a heads up,
1: or two weeks from now.
0: Yeah. Great, yeah. so, Give us a Greg. You say just fix it, Nick. Then and do I, I go fix one everybody on November? this list? Do I go no. fix everybody on this list? No, because no. the other ones are funny. Honestly, funny. And just put funny put,
1: the jokes aside, we should put the like, we At have that, a lot too, that
0: lady from Ghost. Who the fuck is that? I don't know what the fuck that That's is. That's Demi no, from That's Batman 2. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh! Okay, yeah. why? It uh, doesn't matter. This is a conversation for the other mean, day. Let's like rank, some, prud- like Let's prud- rank prud- some shit. Let's rank some shit. Currently, number one, we do have Endgame. Number two, Infinity War. Number three,. Number 4, Civil War. Number 5, Ragnarok. Number 6, Winter Soldier. Number 7, Guardians 2. Number 8, WandaVision. Number 9, Avengers. Number 10, Guardians 1. Number 11, Iron Man. Number 12, Far From Home. Number 13, Black Panther. Number 14, Doctor Strange. Number 15, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Number 16, Captain Marvel. Number 17, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 18, Ant-Man. Number 19, Iron Man 2. Number 20, Age of Ultron. Number 21, First Avengers. Number 22, Iron Man 3. Number 23, Hulk. Number 24, Thor. Number 25,
2: Dark World. Kevin Coelho, you have your hand raised. Would you like to start the placement? I would, Timothy. I enjoyed this movie. I think it's
1: good. However, the MCU is full of some of the best movies ever made. And I think that uh, this doesn't quite hit that. I would think that 15 is a good spot for this movie. 15.
0: I like your methodology, but I would go a little bit lower because I'm looking at this, what, where, what do I think of this movie quality-wise in terms of tiers? And I don't think it falls into the bottom tier of the like, eh, movies that I to me kind of stop at Hulk. And I do think that it's a little bit above that next year up that's like, Okay, so it's it's pretty good. So I would put it at number 19, in between Ant-Man 1 and Iron Man 2, because I think the Ant-Man movies have a lot more to offer in terms of style, uniqueness, what they're building. They're not perfect movies by any means, but I definitely don't think this is either. But I do think that it edges out Iron Man 2, and I think that the family dynamic, having Yelena uh, be a character that I'm rooting for, I'm really excited about seeing more of her. I think at the end of the day, it's interesting ranking these movies and TV shows together, uh, especially coming off of two and a half TV shows now, this being our first movie back. In a lot of ways, production-wise, it felt like a movie. It felt big. I really appreciated seeing the movie aspects, and it reminded me what an MCU movie can look like. But I think the story it told was a TV show story, and I think that Black Widow might have been better served as a Disney Plus show, building up the Elena's character and kind of just having Black Widow be this, like, okay, it's this moment in time from the timeline that we haven't seen much of, but, like, didn't necessarily deserve movie treatment. And I think at the end of this movie... I totally stand by that. So for me, it is number 19.
2: I am right with you, Tim. I'm right with Tim as well. That is exactly where I was going to go. I almost stopped to put it underneath Iron Man 2, only because, mm-hmm. you know, I love myself some Mickey Rourke. I want, want um, I want my boot. I want my boot. Um, and of course, Sam Rockwell, fantastic in Iron Man 2. Who yeah. could forget Justin Hammer? But uh, yeah, the, I think the humor and the characters really did it for me in this movie and kind of kept me going along the action was some hit some miss but mostly pretty you know above average i would say it's just again with the i think tim you nailed it this is like a tv show story that just didn't do a whole lot for me unfortunately greg miller
0: i mean I I'm with I, you know it's the usual thing where you have to you play play the list as it lies right looking back at this you forget where we rank things we show back up and I'm like oh man like I like Falcon for me I guess like it's I'm right around Kevin right I I would think honestly I think I I'd put this ahead of Doctor Strange and so I would vote for it at 14 and then but I, I, but then I, I don't know. I think I like Falcon and Bucky more than I like Doctor Strange too. So I think that's interesting because then we get into this like Captain Marvel, Ant Man, Wasp, Ant Man, Iron Man two movies I enjoyed, but I don't think, oh man, I gotta go rewatch those things. Not that I think I need to go rewatch Black Widow, but in terms of the ones I just listed, if you're like, let's rewatch one, I'd be, I'd be stoked to watch Black Widow, probably the most, maybe Iron Man two again because I do like Iron Man, but I've seen it so many times. I'm gonna say, you know, I'm just gonna put out, I, I will vote fourteen on this. So, Nick, locking it in then, do you agree that it is number 19 in between Ant-Man and Iron Man 2? Yeah, I agree. For all the points you made, I think uh, those are more memorable movies. I think the first two-thirds of this movie rank it way higher, but I think when we get to the action at the end, it kind of drags it down a little bit, unfortunately. Um, And so I would put it at number 19 with a bullet. There you go. The bullet sticks. Um, Number 19 is now. No, this is an unprecedented event. We have the first-ever tie. Because remember, of course, like I said at the top of the show, I get two vo- votes for mm-hmm. all my Marvel's Avengers playtime, and the so fact said, that I get plenty of red and Marvel's Avengers. It really
1: make this like something <laughs> it special. You it, know it, what I mean? it, it It really,
0: really, really does. We all knew yeah. it was
1: coming, but here it is. He's just knocked it out of the water. Good job, Greg. Tie. Not,
3: not the of water. water. Not not kind of
0: of the line. water, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, we take away a, a vote from Kevin. So <laughs> the Kevin. Line, number 19 is Black Widow. you love to see it, everybody. We're going to return mm-hmm. List is next week Fuck Next that. week with Loki. We'll see where that lies. I'm hoping high because so far it's real good. In the finale, so far with these Disney Plus shows, it's it's to
2: lose. So we'll see how that goes. Until next time, Andy. Um, well, I mean, the episode can't end now, Kevin. I I don't know if you're going to end it already, but Greg and I have to start our own podcast. I don't know why he just walked off, but because we, he and I are, we're fixing the list, if y'all don't remember. We're fixing.
0: What's up, and welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review. That's right, we're continuing to rank, review, and recap every single Marvel Studios project. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. We're back, baby. We're back, back baby. It's going to be nonstop from here on out. Got Moon Knight next week, and then two months away from Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, and in between that and this Marvel, so much stuff. Uh, how excited are you for all of that, big dog, Kevin Coelho?
1: I can't even wait. You know what I mean? I can't even wait. Things are best case scenario right now. Let's keep it going.
0: (laughs) And speaking of keeping it going, I'm going to keep it going right to the big daddy, Greg Miller.
1: Oochie, oochie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the energy we're bringing. I kind of like it. Kind of like it. Did you like it, producer slash producer, Nick Scarpino? Damn, I've come to bargain. Yes. 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 I love it. Nick, I want you to know I did this for you. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Did the the whole goatee situation? Oh. Got the little the Ayavagamoto with the the time stone for the chain, and yeah. I was like, I'm a, I'm not going to tell him about it. I'm just going to show up at the theater dressed like this. I got a cardigan cape. Let me show it off. He said he he could have worn it. Whoa! Oh my God. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow. Guys, cardigan yeah. capes are like. Remember yeah. when I
1: brought? Them is that home. a cardigan
0: cape or is it a long cardigan though? I think it's just a long it cardigan. Called? Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I definitely am not the arbiter here of fashion by any stretch of imagination. That's um, not, for sure. That's a fashion cape for sure. But so you fashion. guys literally me. like rejiggered the cape as he sat down. So it's definitely a cape here. Like, yeah, okay. There's behind. a lot of material. There's a lot of material going on back there. But I was like, I had this whole plan. I was like, I'm going to wear this fucking thing out. And it's going to be great. And I put it on. I'm like, I am not wearing this outside. I do not have the confidence for that. I'm already no. a little embarrassed you know, about the go see and everything. Uh, so I just yeah, wore a red right. barber jacket. And it worked, you know. But anyways, Nick, you're I welcome. I saw a
2: guy there with the, with the costume, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, check out that loser. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm glad you wear that. <laughs> How are you
1: doing <laughs> uh, I,
0: I,
2: I
1: wish you had done it. I wish you had done it, Tim.
0: I think That's we weird. need to take a poll right now to see, because what, one of the things I like about it, Tim, is that you don't have a beard anymore. So I think mm-hmm. we should take a poll yeah. with the audience right now, and if enough people vote... Mm-hmm. Will you have enough courage to keep the goatee for the rest of your life? Not a chance, dude. No, yeah, I think, yeah. I've caught myself in the mirror a couple times, but I'm just like, I hate this guy. <laughs> it, looks <laughs> it looks good. Like I
1: well, so no, Tim, as your friend, I wouldn't lie to you. It does not look good. It's it cutting edge, he man. I've
0: asked the folks watching live on patreon.com slash kind of funny if you should keep the goatee. It is up right now. Go ahead and vote on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Wow. wow. Perfect. Vote away, Meryl. Vote away. Of course, this is kind of funny. It's in review, where every single week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises, and sometimes we do it multiple times a week, like we're about to do next week with Moon Knight being added to MCU, and we then continue. Jurassic in review with Jurassic World, the first of the Chris Pratt mm. movies. Um, you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it on podcast services by searching for kind of funny in review on your service of choice. And we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad free, if you wanted to watch live as it's being recorded, you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, Fargo Brady and Anonymous have all done. We appreciate all of you very, very much. Today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Chime, and Babel. We'll tell you all about that later. Before we even get into it, I just want to say this at the top. This is a full spoiler review from here on out. Anything is, is acceptable. We can talk about it all. So, if you have not seen this movie, do not watch this yet. Do not listen to this yet. Come back afterwards because there is definitely a ton to spoil. And we're about to spoil all of it. Uh, today, we're talking about Greg Miller. What's your question? Right now I'm going to end the poll. 55% say you should keep it. 45% say you shouldn't. And then Mr. Hawks is exactly what Kevin and I said earlier. You look like you're not even supposed to be here today. You sh- Before you grow the the beard back in, you have to do some Dante from Clerks uh, cosplay for us, please. Gotcha. Gotcha. God, that sucks. Um, So here's the situation, though. If you want some spoiler-free situations, we already recorded that review. You can check it out on Screencast. So if you just need some thoughts on should you watch this movie, go check that out. But if you just want to get spoiled, stay right here because we're talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. What a name for a film. You know, I can't believe we're here, that that's just something that is acceptable. Uh, it was released on May 6th, 2022. It had a runtime of two hours and six minutes, and it was directed by Sam Raimi, wasn't it, Nick Starpino? <laughs> it sure was. It sure was, him. And if, uh, if there was any doubt, uh, by hour two of that movie, you're like, this is a Sam Raimi film for sure. For sure. The music was done by Danny Elfman, uh, a longtime collaborator of Sam Raimi. Of course, they did the uh, Spider-Man movies together, and uh, that was a big deal. And then there's the falling out between them, but they have – over time, made up, and we see them reuniting for this one. Uh, the original Doctor Strange was our boy, Michael Giacchino, uh, so they <laughs> kind of took some of the, the elements of it, and uh, then threw a lot of them away. Uh, but we'll talk <laughs> about all of that uh, later, when we give our thoughts on everything. Uh, there was a budget of $200 million for this movie, which is actually significantly less even than the first Doctor Strange, which uh, I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, but, A budget of $200 doing pretty well. As of today, With the movie's only been out for a Thursday night opening in America and very, very limited release internationally. It's already at $121.7 million. It is playing on an absurd, absurd amount of screens uh, around the world. Kevin and I went to the bathroom at one point, and literally walking down the hallway, it was just playing in every auditorium, and you would just hear bits and pieces like just a little bit. (laughs) They, They were all
1: close they were like none of them were hitting at the right moment so Mm -hmm. it was just a cacophony of
2: madness as we were walking to the theater i heard sweet child of mine sweet child of mine sweet (laughs) child of mine (laughs) because the thor trailer in the beginning of the movie yeah fantastic
0: stuff so yeah without further ado let's get into it our thoughts on the movie nick
3: i want to start with you
0: okay you want to come out of the gate with that one i did not love this movie I uh, I thought it was uh, an, an unfortunate and rare miss for Marvel. I think Sam Rainey, as much as I love him, I just don't think – and as much as it makes sense on paper that his style should work with the movie called uh, Multiverse of Madness, I don't – I didn't like the, creative, the direction on this. I, I didn't like the music. And that, that, that breaks my heart to say because I love Danny Elfman, obviously. He's, he's, you know, responsible for one of my favorite themes of all time, which is the 89 Batman. Um, but I, just, I missed the Giacchino uh, uh, a soundtrack. I missed that, that sort of Baroque, like, harpsichord version of it. And I think that the movie, at its core, kind of lost the identity of what Doctor Strange was. Um, I kind of found myself halfway through being like, whose story is this? Uh, it didn't really hit on the same level for me as the first Doctor Strange, which I thought was kind of was structured very, very well. So by the end of it, you know, the lessons he learned along the way, he was able to to sort of apply toward being the big baddie. And this one, I was just like, it, it was kind of a bit of a mess. And I hate to critique, like, get nerdy, put my nerd production glasses on, but I hated the way it was lit. I just feel like everything was lit in that bloomy, sort of Tobey Maguire, Spider Man way. And it felt like this movie was made in like 2004 and that's just so weird to say like if you would have showed me this movie and then showed me the first Doctor Strange I would swear that the first Doctor Strange came way after this and that's like to me was is just is is unfortunate to say I enjoyed aspects of it and I thought some of the performances were good but I just I, I found myself walking out of that theater being like I don't think I need to see this movie again. Greg Miller? I knew you'd ask this question, Timothy, and I feel like I've mm-hmm. wrestled with it since I left <laughs> this theater. Like, what I come down with this one is I was entertained by this movie. There's, I think mean, there's a lot that I want to, I will, will nitpick about it and do different conversations about. I don't know if it's necessarily a good movie, but I was entertained. Like, I, I enjoyed my time with it, but I'm in, the, I, I am at a point right now, in the same point Nick is, where I'm like, I'm not excited to watch it again. Like, I am not like I was leaving with Far From Home or Endgame or something like that. And I know those are high bars. Ragnarok, right? Something that isn't, like, gigantic, where I want to rush back to the theater and watch it again. Um, I feel like it, it – The Nick, whose movie is it, I think, applies. I also think it applies just, like – it feels like a movie that's kind of all over the map. I feel like, uh, you know, I don't have issues. I, like – it's this weird one where it's both – it was an entertaining movie that I enjoyed, and I like Sam Raimi's style, and I think Sam Raimi's style worked well for this movie. But then it's that kind of thing where it's like, but we knew these characters so well, mm-hmm. and did when we left Wanda in WandaVision, did I really feel that she was this far gone? Where I feel, like, what I've wrestled back and forth with, because I know where to get into all of this later on, and just as a synopsis to
2: get to everybody else's.
0: This movie is one of those movies that we, I've talked about on these shows before. That is a comic book movie. And I love comic books, but there's plenty of comic books I read, and I'm like, man, this came together quick, and man, that doesn't seem exactly like what the other writer wrote for this character, but whatever, it's a comic book. And I feel like that's what it is here, where it's enjoyable and all these things, but it feels like a issue of a comic book that somebody else jumped into and took over and did some stuff with, and I'm like, I don't know about it, really okay, cool, and like the way America Chavez is introduced, and the way a bunch of ideas are introduced, and the way things are just kind of thrown in there, it's like man, I could have gone for more of this, more with this before we did this, but this is where we are, and okay, I'll just take it at face value. That's what it is. I think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is an entertaining film, but I'm not in love with it.
2: Andy Cortez? Um, I think the movie was messy and cheesy, and shockingly, like, I loved it. I fucking love this movie. Um, I think think that uh, it is paced immaculately, like this thing just doesn't stop, and in, for me, I never felt rushed, and I never felt like we hung on any moment for too long, except for uh, Rami's cheesy-ass editing in a lot of moments. How um, about the music fight? <laughs> the The music fight, I shouldn't have liked, and I liked it, and I don't know why. Greg, I don't have these answers for you. <laughs> hey man, enjoy, enjoy,
0: enjoy. I'm not trying to take it away because
2: everybody knows that. Like I, I going back to um, you know the Spider-Man trilogy, I just didn't really that's like those movies a so whole true. lot. Upon rewatching Part One, I was like, man, this is kind of a classic. Like you, you got to give it to Part One at least. Um, but the parts like the music fight, I feel like, well, you know, he was always super into music, so there's some justification there. I don't know why I like this. It's coming together for me though. Uh the movie was thrilling in a lot of different moments. I think the action scenes were paced really well and everything just felt like it it never slowed down and if for any moment I stopped to think to myself, I'm not sure if I like that next that last part. We're on to the next part and I'm just as invested and I never once felt bored. I was always kind of super interested in what was happening on screen. Um I didn't love america um the the actress i it, it didn't feel like as natural to me as a lot of the other young actors and the well i I always say a lot of the other young actors I'm mostly just talking about Tom Holland and uh Florence Pugh, who's definitely not like as young as they are um I ten years younger than Tom Holland, oh gee, in real life. okay yeah, yeah well She's I mean to be honest with you. I mean, she was born in two thousand six. To be honest with you, watching her, I'm like uh, getting some high school theater vibes, kind of right now. Like, uh, like the best actor in the high school theater, for sure. I agree you know? with that. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I fucking really loved the movie, and it's not just for the cool surprises that there were. I I just felt like I was super entertained by it the whole time, and all the horror elements were scary at points, and it went way further than I thought it would have gone violence-wise. Um, sure. I I thought it was awesome seeing Wanda, like, pop the fuck off, and seeing her at full power just wreaking havoc. I loved this movie. I thought it was an absolute blast.
1: Kevin. Uh, so, I got to watch this movie twice, right? The first time I walked out, and I was like, I think... On the kind of funny scale, I'm going to put, it like, somewhere around, like, a four, maybe, going down a little bit to that three range. And I was kind of thinking, I don't know how much I actually liked it. I do think it's a great movie. I don't know how much I liked it. But rewatching it a second time, I, I was utterly shocked at how much more I enjoyed it. I'm not sure why, um, but, like, I just felt like I got a lot more out of it. And... um I guess I had more time to look around, and like, it, there's so many little things that tie back to the first movie that I like, little Easter eggs and stuff that I, I, like, I caught and was excited about. Um, I think, I, and I said this on the spoiler free review, but like, I, I feel like America Chavez's character, like, I really enjoy it. I, I liked the banter she had with Doctor Strange and Wong and how quick things are, they go back and forth. Um, I I think that having Sam Raimi direct it, definitely, like, it's very clear he's got that spin that is very much his directing style. I think in the long term, that's good for the MCU. Like, because before that, so many of the movies do look like they were all using the same cameras, directed the same, using the same filters. And um, not that that's not great, but, like, I think at, what, this is, like, the 25th movie or something, we are getting to the point where, like... Some diversity is good, and *Internals* also had a, a big shift in in the visuals. Andy, I'm sorry, you, you raised your hand.
2: No, I just want to piggyback off of what you're saying right now, but whenever oh,
1: you know. no, jump in, jump in.
2: I mean, yeah, I I I meant to bring that up actually. Um, I again, I don't always love Sam Raimi's style, and it's cheesy as fuck in a lot of moments. Uh, go go back to hell, cannon shot, like so. Oh,
0: it's,
2: so hokey, so it's so hokey and corny in a lot of parts, and all the sort of. Fading and close-ups and movement, and, like, it's it's just a lot of really bad stuff that I don't love. But uh, I totally agree with Kevin that um, I think that's one of the biggest things you can talk about in a lot of these Marvel movies is they start to feel pretty uh, formulaic in a lot of moments. Um, mm-hmm. And even though I, I love 60% of them and I like a lot of the other ones, um, I it, it almost kind of reminded me, Kevin, of when we watched the... Star Wars Visions anime anime anthology series where each episode is a standalone Star Wars story by a different anime studio. And you get to see the twist that they put on that. And I hope we start to see this more where we will start to see what other directors can do in their vibe. This is like, this is Sam Raimi's take on a Marvel movie. The last movie we got to see um, um, Chloe Zhao in Eternals, her spin on a Marvel movie.